like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. You're quiet today, Seth. And my quiet is that better? There he is. I think I'm just low. <laughs> low? No, you were quiet. Yeah. You were talking like this. I took the back way. I took the back way in. And I stopped at Pendleton's to get some corn. They Fuck didn't is have that? any because it's not corn season. I stopped at the cone corner. Ooh, they're closed right now. Oh. They're good. Are they? You never went to Pendleton's? I don't think so. Oh. It's like a farmer's market type thing. It's just a, a family-owned yeah. um, farm, and oh. you can go and get food from their pick, their crop. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, are you laughing they at? They have, like, pumpkins and stuff. Pumpkins? <laughs> Dude. I'm just laughing at pick. Pick or from crop? their pick. Huh? You said it's their pick. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, I thought I said something else weird again. But no, I said you can no. pick from their crop. Something else weird. <laughs> It was like every episode, he says something fucked up. I'm sure there'll be something. It's just how I talk, okay? I mm-hmm. can't help it. That's Dude, fine. you want to overpay for a pumpkin? Go there to get a pumpkin. Okay. It's not like Walmart where it's like $3 for a, a pumpkin. It's usually like 2 yeah. for 10 I um, usually get it at the Krog. Yeah, I do too. The Krog. Yeah. Krogy, Chad Kroger, great Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Pendleton, you pay by the pound, son. Ah. We got like three or four pumpkins, one for each of us, and it was like 80 bucks. Oh, my God. That's yeah. how it is at Young's, too. Stupid. Yeah. But you know what? They probably make a killing. They better carve it for you at that price. Um, right. The fun is in the carve. <laughs> fun, fun is, is in the, the carve. <laughs> what the fuck? Sounds it like is. an adver- advertisement it for does. like a pumpkin carving kit. The fun is in the carve, dude. You go and you got to fucking... You gotta, I'm trying to stop cussing so much around the kids. A lot you of should, cussing going on in the house. You should patent that. The fun is in the car. The fun is yeah. in the car because you have to take that little wheelbarrow out there, right? And then you got to pick up that giganto pumpkin, stick it in the old wheelberry. You got to wheel it up there. The wheelberry? Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. making up words yeah, again. I'm just making shit up. What the up? fuck's a wheelberry? A wheelberry. <laughs> is that like got... a dingleberry? Is it like in the yes, same It's like family? if you had a dingleberry, but it was in the shape of a pumpkin. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> then you got to lug that big, big sucker up into the back of the SUV. You got to drive it home. And then that's when the fun begins, mm-hmm. my friends. Yes. I should do an infomercial for cu- pumpkin carving. <laughs> you should for one of them kits. This one is in the carve. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's like you're making fun of me again. I'm not. I think it's good. Like, I literally feel like that's something I would see on TV. But I want to see you like in an, an infomercial, like demonstrating how to carve a pumpkin. Yeah. Like Me? now we take the pounce wheel and trace <gasps> the pattern onto the pumpkin. Is that what it's called? The pounce wheel? Yeah. Last I didn't time know I that. read the instructions. We call it the winger dinger. If it, <laughs> if it were Josh, he would be like, you can't use uh, any of these patterns. You have to just carve it yourself or it's yeah. cheating. You That's what f- I do. Freehand your pumpkin. Yeah. I do. I take a Sharpie and I freehand it on there. I do ghost face every year. There's always yeah. a ghost face pumpkin. I like the patterns. 
You would. Mm-hmm. It's because you're not um, naturally creative. No, it's because I can't draw worth <laughs> shit. Mm-mm. Yeah. You got to see it. For the carve, Seth, you have to see it. You want to stay up the night before, get you a nice decaf coffee, because I know you don't like regular coffee, okay? So you get a little decaf coffee in you. You stay up. You get a little blank sheet of paper like these, because my printer would not print double-sided today. I'm sorry to all of the environmentalists out there. We have a lot of note paper. You take your blank white sheet of paper. <sighs> and you just think about what your carve is going to be for the year. I don't okay. plan on spending that much time carving a pumpkin. You don't have any fun in your life. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he did that little fake laugh thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those so, boobs. That looks like tits. No, they're not boobs. I'm just getting the carve ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> the fuck is that supposed to be? You? You little piggy nose. <laughs> See, doesn't that look like Seth in pumpkin form, unhappy with who he is as a person? It looks creepy. That's you. Does not look like me. I did me. the hat, the little beady eyes, the piggy nose, and them big old juicy lips. Does not look like me. I'm just kidding, buddy. It's a very bad drawing. Anyway, so did you go, <laughs> you went on your uh, walk for AIDS? Oh, yeah, yesterday. Did you do the mile or did you do the 5K? We did the mile. You walked it, didn't you, you mm-hmm. fucker? Dang it, I said F word again. <laughs> I'm going to jot down how many times I say it, and then each episode I'm going to try to use it less. That's no fun. It is. It's going to be fun for me to see how creatively I can say things without just defaulting to these words. Okay. I'm prone to you. You like fiddlesticks. <laughs> this effing thing, frickin'. Wheelberry. Wheelberry. <laughs> anyway, so how was it? It was nasty out yesterday. I'm impressed that yeah, you Yeah, it was committed. rainy and sleety and cold, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't bad. What was your time? I don't know. There wasn't like a timing thing for the walkers. Oh. You just like walked to a sign and turned around and came back. Oh. Yeah. You didn't have to wear like numbers and all that? No, there wasn't anything like that. Because mm-hmm. you already did all the fundraising and the walking parts just like. Oh, so it's not walk. like you earn money based on your accomplishment. No. Huh? Oh. It's just like an event. I thought it was like the Relay for Life where you like. People donate to it based on your performance. No, no, no. It's not like that. Uh, then they just had like a drag show and some other stuff. There was like food trucks and cool. the whatnots. Did you see my joke? You didn't laugh. I was a little bit uh, disappointed in you yesterday. What joke? I didn't. Because he said, I'm going to uh, walk for AIDS. And I said, oh, how long do you think it'll take you to get it? And he didn't catch it. I don't think you caught my joke. And you said, oh, about a mile. And I was like, that's pretty quick. <laughs> well, first of all, that was in a different chat. Oh, you were in it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I was driving, so Siri was reading it to me, so I didn't. I, know. Really, I didn't get the joke. I was talking with that. I was like, he totally is not understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I was you just kept answering. Yeah, <laughs> like what is he doing? I yeah. just love that you're disappointed in me for not laughing at a joke that I never saw. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, if anybody in the world is gonna laugh at this inappropriate joke I just told, it would be you. Yep. And she, then you weren't even there. Would probably would have. Would've. She would have seen the joke. <laughs> <laughs> probably would have. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> now I feel bad. I put it. Was it? Oh, it was in the game night game. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that group? And I don't mm. think any of them commented on it either. I'm disappointed. I wasn't part of the joke. You want to be put in the game night gang chat? You want to be in no, another no. fucking? Thank you. No, you don't want to be in there. No. You want to be put in another effing group I chat? I really, really don't. No, you don't. Trust me. Do you no hate desire. the ones you're in now? No, I don't. But they're in. That's enough. Mm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't need more. Ours isn't that bad though. Like it's not constant. Which one? The three of us. Ours? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, usually not. Usually we're actually talking about something relevant. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Unless Seth, Seth and I don't usually go at each other anymore in there. Yeah. 
We know that upsets you. You're like when your two favorite mm-hmm. kids are fighting. Well, that's just usually sometimes it's like 50 texts deep of just one-liners. And it's real deep. Bitch, little bitch, your mom. No, your mom. Mm-hmm. Your mom and my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Why don't you, let's dive into that. Why did you immediately go to both of our moms together in a tent? Because I just said, yeah, in a tent? Where'd the tent come from? I don't know. It's just, let's not take anything that's, off the table. Is that a thing for you? My mom in a tent? <laughs> two no. moms in a tent? Not my mom. First of all, <laughs> Not Je- my mom. <laughs> Jess would imagine a teepee before a tent. Exactly. It's very racially uh, motivated. <laughs> and she says I would. It's called a teepee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's as deep dive as I'm going to go. Okay. In you threw a psyche. tent in there and then it got weird. Yeah. It's fine. I'm into tents. I'm actually a big fan <laughs> of tents. Now that Instagram chat, that one's hard to keep up with. Yeah. Because um, that's another one you could step away for yeah. a minute. And come back and there's stuff from like everybody. And does yeah. yours like when you go into it, like it shows a conversation that just like keeps going. Yeah. And you're like, the fuck, how long is this? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If you look next to it before you click into it and there's like a horn, it'll tell you if somebody like called you out in it. Mm. Yeah, okay. So if you look, you'll know if somebody specifically asked you something because like, you know, you can go at mm-hmm. Jess yeah. or at Seth, your phone's ringing. Um, it'll. Yeah. It'll tell you. Oh, okay. So then you can know to go, Let's, honestly, I've been cheating. That's what I've been doing. I'll be like, oh, somebody called me out. I better go see what they want. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes those yeah. are long-ins. Yeah. Long-ins. Yeah. Is long-ins. that like a schlongin? Salongin. <laughs> Ooh, salami. Isn't that what we said about this movie? Salongin. Yeah. You yeah. said that. And it is a schlongin. Schlongin? Schlongin. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Schlong. It's got in it. Feels weird in my mouth. Nobody yeah. says that anymore. Schlong. I love that you like had to like. I feels did. weird. It's like about schlongs. <laughs> I had to try it out. But yeah, I can taste it. Schlong. It's like the S C H L. Schlong. You don't like that part of it? Uh-uh. Yeah. Not at all. Get it out. <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah, stop making gross mouth noises. Schlangen. It's I like when know. a dog is like licking the air. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what like... Josh would just do. It. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I don't like it." Strangely mm-hmm. enough, that was my mom that just called. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, she was. She heard about the tent. She, she's <laughs> like, "How do I get in on this tent action? How <laughs> do I get in on this tent three way?" Oh, dude, lesbian tent way. What do you guys think of these uh, videos we've been posting on the Instagram? We take little clips. They're kind of neat. I like them. Yeah. I do like them. Yeah. I like them. Too. I think I went a little overboard though, because that was like no pictures, video, video, video. Yeah, you got excited. I did. I was trying to figure out how to use it. Is it easy? It's actually really easy. It? It'll take the clip because uh, I just put our RSS feed in for the mm-hmm. podcast, and it just uploads all the podcasts into it, and then you can just go in and get whichever episode you want. And you have to find the timestamp you want, though, but oh, it's pretty easy. And then you just use a picture. Yeah. Exciting shite. That's neat. I liked it. Does shite count as a curse word? No. No. Shite. No. If I say it again, shite. No. No. Mm-mm. Good. I like that. Anyway, I think this movie's going to be a long discussion, so let's just jump in. What have you been doing, buddy? Let's talk about you today. The only thing I've watched is Bridgerton. I finished it. <sighs> What? Uh, I didn't say anything. Uh, it wasn't me. This good. is the new season. Yeah. So I'm done with it. It was good. Mm. Is it, are they going to do another one? Probably. I mean, they left it open that they could. Yeah. Oh, shut up. I said it again. It's four already. We're eight minutes in and I'm at four curse words. It's fine. Other than that, 
I went to Penny's and got some new jeans. <laughs> it's exciting. Did you go at the Levi's? Yeah. You haven't switched to Wrangler yet. No. I just thought as into Yellowstone as you had gotten, you were going to take the Felicia route and you were going to uh, start wearing Wranglers. No, my dad wears Wranglers. So. so does mine. I think it gets him at TSC, actually. Mm. And you're done with shopping at the TSC. Do you want to update the Krubies about your uh, shopping preferences now? I just haven't been there lately. How come? They don't have Levi's jeans like pennies. Mm. I need my 541s. Is that what you wear? <laughs> yeah. Aren't those old man jeans? Mm-mm. Mm, Seth. Those no, are. they're like the little bit slimmer cut. 501, <laughs> I think, is the old man. That's like original. I wish I could shop for jeans like you do. Oh, gosh, you're going to Yeah, go. I just need the number and then the size, and I don't have to put them on. Yeah. My wife gets a- angry about how easy it is for guys to shop yeah. for jeans. Yeah. Because you guys have, what, short, long, medium. Yeah. So and, just the waist and length. And, then... and just because it says it's a certain size, that doesn't mean it's your size. They all mm-hmm. fit different. Mm. You have to try them on. Oh. Yeah. Well, Abby's so short that, like, mm. she, like, he even buys the short jeans, and then still, they're still too long. Yeah. You're taller, though, so I bet you probably, do you have that problem? I usually get tall. Okay. And, and they're too and short or too long? Sometimes they're still too long. They're still too long. Yeah. But it's like the regular or just too short, like just that much too short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I have to go with long, but then they're too long, so. And doesn't it vary by, like, because ours are like your waist length. Waist and, and length. Generally, it, it's like for jeans and dress clothes, except for like jeans and like my dress pants are different sizes than my jeans or yours. Yeah. But like jeans to jeans, usually they're the same. But Abby says that women's clothes, like the size really, you can't even go by it. Because like can't. a small in one brand could be like a large in another brand. Yeah. I feel like that's the same for like men's shirts though. Like think, larges are not the same in different brands. I think yeah. it depends on the fabric. Yeah. Yeah. And how the, whatever the fit is. Yeah. Your guys' is all about uh, like mental though, isn't it? Because they'll like make a, a small shirt big and then like, oh, I got into a small today. Yeah. Yeah. Then you shop across the street and you get a small and it covers like a half a titty. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. when you get your ladies <laughs> smalls, titty. are they the same across all the brands? First off, Seth, <laughs> I wear mediums. I wear ladies mediums. And the sorry. only <laughs> discrepancies I've run into are with the color. Usually black shirts fit weird. Hmm. But everything else is usually fine. Anyway, we found a discrepancy in Levi's jeans. We did, didn't we, oh. Seth? Remember the Coles jeans don't seem to be the same oh, yeah. quality. Because I bought um, Levi's there before, and they don't seem to last as long. I feel like they're like cheaper. Mm-hmm. They might be. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's like a different like run of I think it's pants a, or something. I think it's the fabric. Coles has like yeah. the uh, it's like thinner. Whereas these came from pennies. Feel the quality of that, Jess. Get you a handful of jeans. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yep. Uh huh. So pennies are Macy's. <laughs> These are the original Levi's that they were in the coal mines with. Uh, right here. Don't look at my grandpa's socks. Quit doing that. I was just looking at your moccasins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You like the moccasins? His house shoes. I like them. I'm sure those are like genuine. It's a real lady killer. <laughs> it's fine. I like them. Thank you. You're welcome. If you look on the inside of the jeans on the pocket, it tells you the story of Levi's. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They print mm-hmm. those on every pair, huh? <laughs> they want you to know. Well, you think hey. about it, right? If you're, because prior to cell phones, when you had to go to the bathroom, what are you going to read? I'm not going to pull a magazine out because somebody else's poopy little fingers done touched that mm. magazine, okay? What I'm, bathroom are you in that has just magazines out to read? That used to be the thing, man. You don't remember you'd go in the stall and they had the thing on the side of the stall and it had all the magazines in it? I don't remember that. Well, you're not shopping at the right places, my I man. I guess not. Wow. You got to get out of the TSC shitters. I don't shitters. think I've seen that in any of the girls' restrooms either. I mean, like at home, I used to read like shampoo bottles and stuff, whatever was like <laughs> under the sink. 
my grandparents <laughs> used to have this big uh big basket next to the mm-hmm. toilet my grandma always did reader's digest yeah. and all that crap you know there's pee splashing out of that toilet, Jess, if somebody gets in there with a heavy stream. I'm sure. It's uh-huh. hitting and splashing out all over the little magazine. You know the, the the tops of the magazines are all crinkly and crunchy from little pee spackles. Mm-hmm. Spackles? Yeah, little spackles of pee. It's it flopping out everywhere. So anyway, the Levi Strauss Corporation decided, you know what, this is a great idea. We'll put the whole history of the company on the inseam of the pocket. It seems accurate. That yeah. seems like a good thing to do. We should take all of our money and invest it in Levi Strauss right now. I'm just feeling it. I'm feeling it right now. Can do we it. do that? Is that a thing? What? Can we invest in Levi's? I assume they have stock. I don't see why we couldn't. We're not Canadian, for God's sakes. Go for it. Yeah. Well, the moral of the story is, folks, just buy your jeans at Penny's <laughs> or Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> not Kohl's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what have you been up to? Sorry. Um. So I've watched Beer Fest. Ooh. I watched Without a Paddle. Okay. <laughs> Just some old ones that were on Netflix, like that recently came on Netflix. Um, I watched Death on the Nile. Is that good? Not great. Oh, man. Well, to be fair, we were like not really paying attention. Yeah, but (laughs) I still watched a little bit after you left and like I just could not get it. It was very slow. Like they make it like you're on, like they're on the boat the whole time, but they're not. They're not. It's like yeah. an hour before they even get on the fucking boat. They keep making excursions. I pretty much called what was going to happen from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Man, it's very visually like it's nice pretty, yeah. to watch, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't. It's not my thing. I'm going to retry it. I think. Yeah. What's the other one that we thought it was a sequel to, but it's not? Murder it, on the Orient Express. It is. Oh, it is. To be. Yeah. yeah. So I want to watch that one and this again. I'll give this one another try. Was it, that yeah. one had Johnny Depp in it, right? Yes. And it was good. I thought it was good. Yeah, this one sucks balls, eh? It's like kind of the same yeah. scenario. But oh. they're just on the Nile. It's long, too. Yeah, I don't know. It's are, a long and... Are they making a sequel to Knives Out? Do you know? I don't know, actually. Did you see Knives Out? Yes. Man, that was a great movie. It's good. Great movie. I mean, it's they could. It's good. I'm sure they could, yeah. I think I feel like I did hear something, or maybe you said something about it another time. First off, put your little pen down. Stop pointing it at me. I didn't. I don't know about that. Okay. Kay. I don't like your accusation. Okay. Okay. I just remember hearing about that somewhere. Mm-hmm. How come I didn't invite a movie night, guys? What's up? Am I on the outs? I, was, I assumed you had plans. Which you did. I did. That's not. I, I'm just kidding. Plus, if we do craft night or something, you don't like to. I like that to stuff. craft, okay? Yeah. I'm a big crafter. Bullshit. I just told you how I like the. I, I live for the carve. <laughs> <laughs> We're not carving pumpkins every time we craft. Yeah. Well, I'm out it's carving out the. Hmm, never mind. Wow. I know. I'm getting really excited. I had a headache that went away with the Advil. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Sounds anyway. like he's the one that went on the Coke bender last night. Yeah. I didn't. I've, I've been up all night. It's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. what Coke will do. Are you done? Um, I also watched The Outfit. It's like a crime drama. It's on Amazon. It just came out. Oh, bad. Okay. Where do you find all these obscure TV shows? What that one I just one? found looking like on Prime. Hmm. What was the other it. one that you told us about that was kind of, it was like an HBO, like a guy gets in a car crash and then he has to figure out what's going on. Oh, The Tourist. Oh, I started That's that. That's a show. Is it good? So far, yeah. It's good. It is good. Yeah. Like, I've never even heard of it. And you were like, yeah, the mm-hmm. Taurus. I'm like, what is she talking I about? I just, I look on Prime and with I Jamie Dornan or whatever his name is. Yeah. Is he the guy from That's the Whippin' movie? Mm-hmm. It's pretty hot still. Spanking yeah. them booties. It's more burly in this. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Got more like a five o'clock shadow. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. That was it for me. That was it. Mm-hmm. You did a great job. Thanks. You, not so much. How about your little movie excursion? I did have plans Friday. <laughs> oh. Just so you know, even That's though you good. didn't invite me over, which is fine. Sounded uh, like it was stressful via the text messages. It wasn't stressful. I don't know where all the stressful. <laughs> so we took the girls to see. So we had like a dad's night out with the kids. So okay. with me and Chody and Pooey. That's their names. Okay. Mm-hmm. Took the kids out to see Sonic 2. You were invited, by the way. I, I declined. Yeah. Um, In Urbania. Okay. To the little shitty theater there. Oh, okay. Yes. The Gloria. Is that what it's called? Cursed again. Yes, the Gloria. Isn't it nice inside? I haven't been in it since they redid it. It is. They got to update the sound system, though. It's not Uh, great. It's not like when you go to like the AMC and like it blows your hair back. Well, didn't they have like volunteers fix that up? I think so. It took a while. It's still got the stage in there, which I was surprised. I think they have stuff on it sometimes. Uh, That makes sense because there was like a big mixing board in the back they had covered up. Is it regular seats? Like, yeah, they're not. They're not not lounge seats. But anyway, they don't pre-sale tickets. And they don't give you tickets. So, like, you pay at that window when you walk in, and then you just go in. So, we couldn't, like, buy the people behind us tickets because they would have to cut in line. I didn't know if that would be acceptable. Uh, okay. Because they were like, wait, it was their own fault. They were late. Right. Okay? Pooey, you listen to this sometimes. You were late. I'm sorry. You decided (laughs) to take the kids to McDonald's because you wanted to get them Sonic the Hedgehog Happy Meals. Okay? I just saw texts like, where are you? I just parked here. Did you get the tickets already? I'll take that as a no. Sorry, <laughs> I was I inside. An answer. I was getting popcorn for the kids, you <laughs> know. Funny. I have two kids. I can't take care yeah. of a third child and his kids. I get that. He listens. He's probably laughing or he's really mad and he's texting me right mm-hmm. now. Right, right. Anyway, yeah, it was nice inside. Sonic is hilarious. I, I want to see it. Have you seen I like the, f- the first one. Did Willow like the first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then she'll like the second one. It's like Jim Carrey is hilarious. Nice. I think this one's better than the first one. See, I thought it was good, but like it wasn't over the top. So I was wondering mm. how this one would be. Yeah, Jim Carrey is like Ace Ventura in this. He's hilarious. He's got like his big old bushy mustache. And then the banter between, because now Sonic has tails and knuckles. So yeah. it's not just him. And what's that guy's name? James uh... Marsden. That's him. Yeah. Wow, you were on that. Yeah. Like white on rice, like flies on shite. I played that game a lot in the early 90s. Flies on shite? Sonic? Mm-hmm. Oh. My friend had a Sega Genesis and that's like all we played on that thing. But it's good. And there, they and the way it ended, they had like a post-scene credit where there's going to be a third one. Oh, snap. I won't tell you who they're introducing, but if you guess, I'll give you a wink. I'm not going to do it. A no wink. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, I am finishing up the current season of Billions. I have two episodes left, which I will watch once we conclude That's still our on. recording. I thought you said it got bad and you didn't watch That's it anymore. Succession. Oh, okay. No. Billions, Seth. Oh, I thought that Succession was good. Uh, the new season? Yeah. Oh. I liked it. I liked the ending it. and everything. I think the problem with the newest season is we forgot what happened in all the other seasons. And then yeah. we tried to watch this one. And um, what's the main son's name? The tall, skinny goof from the raps. Kendall. Kendall. I hate Kendall. And he was being like a real douche. So we were like, eh, I'm not into this. Mm. But that also happened with Righteous Gemstones. We didn't finish it either. I watched it all together. That's why I uh, might have liked it better. I don't know. We were saying maybe we should go back because they didn't even do like a recap. So we didn't even know what the hell mm-hmm. had happened. But we'll probably go back. But yeah, Billions is great if you haven't watched it. it uh, I wanted to watch it so bad that I did a Showtime subscription. Mm. They got me, which means I can also watch Yellow Jackets, yes, right? I should. do need to watch that. It's okay. really good. All right. But yeah, that's it for me. Uh, other than this movie, that's about all I've been doing, Seth. Okay. 
great. All right, let's jump into the getting lit and talking shit scary movie discussion. Our movie this episode, we are concluding the It series. I guess this is kind of a series, I guess, but this is It Chapter 2 for 2019. Jess, this was your pick. Give us a riveting explanation as to why you picked this film. I picked this because we're doing Stephen King month and I had already picked my other two favorite Stephen King adaptations, which mm-hmm. were Dreamcatcher mm-hmm. and The Shining. Ooh. So you picked it, chapter one, mm-hmm. and I just thought, you know what? Why don't we just follow it up <laughs> with chapter two? Yeah. And I just right? thought, you know what? <laughs> wow. Chapter two. <laughs> that would make the most sense. Yeah. You're a sensible gal. So that's why. That's great. You did a really <laughs> great job. Did you see how great she explained as to where, what mm-hmm. her thought process was, where you, you were at at the time you made the pick? I really enjoyed that. So were you sitting in like a lounge chair smoking a pipe and go, you know what? Since Josh picked the first. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter two. Chapter two. <laughs> it it just came sense. to me like that. The um, smoke spelled it out. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like, ah. I was like, Chapter two. <laughs> Then like Pennywise's face was behind it. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> beep beep. Beep beep, Richie. <laughs> Pop. Kiss me, fat boy. <laughs> that might be my favorite line in the whole it's movie. Fat boy. <laughs> oh, I love Bill Skarsgård. All right, the characters, get ready for this. Buckle in. There's a bunch of them. Pennywise, played by Bill Skarsgård. Can you believe that? Wow. Wow, it's crazy. I'm to change that up. Bill is played by Jaden Martell again, but the adult version of Bill is played by James McAvoy. Richie is played by Finn Wolfhard as a child. The adult is played by Bill Hader. Bev, Sophia Lillis is the child version, and Jessica Chastain is the adult. Ben is played by Jeremy Ray Taylor as a child, and then Jay Ryan as an adult. Eddie is played by Jack Dylan Grazer as a child, and James Ransom as an adult. Mike is played by Chose Jacobs. As a child, Isaiah Mustafa as an adult. Stan is played by Wyatt Olaf as a child and Andy Bean as an adult. And my cousin, Henry Bowers, is played by Nicholas Hamilton as a child and Teach Grant as an adult. Holy cow, that was a lot. What do you guys think of this casting? I can't believe how, like, physically how much they look like the kids. I know. Mm-hmm. It's, like, kind of eerie. They really do. Did yeah. you think that the first time? Did you like the casting? I well, like they had all of these dream casts, I guess you could say, that they mm-hmm. put out there yeah. before they were fully mm-hmm. cast. And yeah, Chris Pratt was like one of the ones for Ben. I thought he would have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who the I don't know the Ben guy, the adult. I've never seen him mm-hmm. in anything. Me neither. I don't know. I think they could have changed it up a little, but. I still think these people do look just fucking like them. Mm-hmm. They do, and I didn't really notice it until this watch. Because honestly, this is only my second time ever watching this movie. I didn't watch it again after we saw it in theaters. Uh, but I remember hating the casting in the first the first time watching mm-hmm. it, especially Ben, and it was because of the whole Chris Pratt thing. Yeah. But upon rewatch, I don't mind the guy that played Ben. Mm-hmm. I actually think he looks a lot like yeah. Ben if he had lost weight. Yeah. But I cannot. I just do not like James McAvoy's Bill. Oh. I don't know what it is. I didn't mind him. I thought he was the only one that really didn't... And you don't have a lot of time with the guy, that Andy Bean, to play Stan all at the very beginning and then toward the end. But like, I don't know what it was about James McAvoy's Bill. It was like the other ones seemed to have had like the mannerisms down and stuff. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it was because he was like trying to stutter or... Oh, it could be that. But like when he like yelled and like he tried to get like emotional stuff like his voice would I don't know I just mm. was like oh, I think this is a bad cast for Bill mm. I don't know who else they could have cast to play Bill but 
But wasn't he the first one announced as the adults? I think he might have been. And Jessica, it was like him and Jessica Chastain. I think that was like already pretty well thought out. That yeah, I think I read in the that. fun facts that she was the first to be announced or casted. Wasn't she and Andy Musietti like, didn't they do stuff previously? I think and so. And that's why they thought she would be yeah. the adult version of uh, Bev. Yeah. But Bill Hader, spot on, perfect. Mm. Yeah. Uh, James Ransom that plays Eddie, also yeah. perfect. Yeah. Abby actually liked him more than um, uh, Richie, Bill Hader. She thought Eddie was funnier than Bill oh, really? as an adult. They were both funny. Yeah. I think their banter back and forth was spot on with the kids. Yeah. I mean, adult Richie to get on my nerves a little bit sometimes. Oh, he did? Sometimes. More so than Eddie. Ed, 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 yeah. And which we'll get into, like with the Eddie stuff, I'm just like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, Ed. Come on. Ed. But yeah, that was my thought on the cast. I think the Mike character, they could have cast anybody because he just didn't. Yeah. I mean, we didn't spend a ton of time with them as a kid, so I think that it could have really been anybody. Yeah. And the same with Henry Bowers. But uh, I didn't mind Ben. I actually like Ben a lot more in this one than I did initially, but I think it was because I wanted Chris Pratt to be Ben so bad. And, and I don't know that he would have done any better. Probably not. Andy Honestly. Bean, the guy that plays Stan, looks just fucking like him. Mm. Yeah, it's eerie. That's creepy. Yeah. I even thought that like Bill Hader and Finn Wolfhard with their look, but I mean, he was just basically looked like a drunk comedian, though, yeah. which he is. Um, and then, yeah, Eddie, the uh, what is it, Jack Ransom that plays Eddie, him and Jack Dylan Grazer, I think, looked alike, too. Yeah. So, Isn't it Eddie who they show his face as a kid and like transitions to the adult face or the other way? Uh, probably. And it's like, looks like a lot like yeah. them. It's weird. Yeah. Some of this, which I'm, we'll get into that later. I won't, I won't bring it up now. Um, okay. Anything else on the cast before we hop into the director? Mm-mm. Uh, director Andy Musietti. And I looked up his sister's name is Barbara Musietti. Babs. She's a, Babs. She's a producer on it. And I think she had a lot to do with it because she also helped him with uh, the movie Mama. Uh, and then this Flash movie. So is this Flash movie can now? Are they not going to do it? Is that what they're saying? I think so. Cause, uh, oh. what's his face got arrested? Um, Ezra Miller. Oh, I didn't. Oh, you don't know about that? Uh-uh. You should look it up. It's pretty comical. Wow. This is like a real a-hole. I can see that. He was again. He got arrested like in Hawaii. He seems very eccentric. Mm. Yeah, but he was like, uh, he's yeah, he's. You should look into that because it's pretty comical and his mugshot's really funny. But yeah, I guess he like shared an Airbnb or something with like this older couple and like came back drunk or something and Ooh, it was kinky. like. Tell him he was going to steal. He tried to steal their crap and was, I don't know. It was really, you have to look into it. It's crazy. But I think they may be canning this Flash movie. It's supposed to be probably in, in 2023. But budget $79 million, which is like twice as much as the first one. The box office is uh, $473.1 million. Sorry, I'm not used to talking about that much money, Jess, because I'm broke. Want to read the synopsis? 27 years after their first encounter with the terrifying Pennywise, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back. Bum, bum, bum. Pull over. Scene one. 27 years later. (laughs) The movie opens to an adult Mike saying that we are what we wish we could forget. Derry has a festival. A gay couple are viciously attacked by a group of delinquents tossing one over a bridge into the river when his boyfriend runs down to check on him. We see that Pennywise is eating him out. (laughs) Mike checks checks out the scene after hearing the commotion over the intercom or the uh, police scanner, finding a message written in blood that says, come home. 
Skip to adult Ben and wife giving him crap about the ending of his book being so terrible. They're making a movie about his book, by the way. He gets a call from Mike telling him it's time to come home, making his hands start to throb. Adult Eddie drives an SUV limo, argues with his wife, who looks and acts just like his mom, and wrecks his car when he gets a call from Mike to come home. Adult Richie's a stand-up comedian. He's seen puking outside of the comedy club as he goes on stage. He forgets his lines and has obviously uh, been contacted by Mike. Adult Ben is a successful architect. He's lost a ton of weight and kept his note from Bev in his wallet. That's the yearbook page that she signed for him when they were kids. Mike is the next call. Uh, Mike's next call is Stan, who looks terrified and ends up killing himself in the bathtub rather than going back to Derry to fulfill his promise. Last but not least, Mike calls Bev, who can't remember anything that he's talking about. Mike explains none of them do. Uh, so none of the kids at this or the adults have any memory of Derry at this point. Before she can leave her house, Bev is attacked by her husband who thinks she's cheating on him. She hits him over the head with a glass and leaves her ring outside the door as she leaves. We cut to Henry Bowers. Uh, so it's a cut back to when he actually gets out of the Barrens and he's out in the crick. Yes, Seth, I said crick. And he's walking home to be arrested uh, after the police find that he had killed his dad. He's now an adult in an institution and sees a red balloon floating outside of the window and begins to laugh. He walks back to his room and underneath his bed is a balloon that I think, does the balloon pop or does he pull it out? Do you guys remember? He pulls it out. He pulls the balloon out and there is a decayed Patrick that was his friend from when he was a kid under the bed. He slithers out from under the bed, returning his lost knife to him. Cut scene. Seth. Hmm. Why do you think they chose to use this gay bashing scene at the beginning of this movie? I really don't know. Like, what does it even have to do with any of it? I just think it's more like pure hatred from this town. Maybe that's what awakens Pennywise. I don't know. Well, I thought so too. I'd, I'd always thought that. And then like later in the movie, Mike's, uh, he like rattles off all the stuff that's been happening because there's kids missing again. Mm-hmm. And then that's the last thing that he says. I don't know then. Like mm-hmm. what? And that's when Pennywise leaves the message. It says, come home. Mm-hmm. Is that in the book? That scene? No, Abby asked me that too. I do not believe that it is. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but I it's don't brutal. think that it is. Well, I always hate scenes when like people are beating someone up and it's like, three against one or something like Mm, i hate that shit it annoys me i think what bothered me the first time i watched this is you're expecting pennywise to save that guy right and he doesn't Mm -mm. so i don't know if that is the angle they're going for they're like trying to show you hey pennywise is not a good guy because i thought okay they're going to throw this guy over the ledge and then they're all going to go down there and pennywise is going to eat the bullies Mm, I never thought that. And I then just assume like, he's going to eat whoever. Mm, yeah. <laughs> because he obviously, I've seen this before too. Right. right. I've seen the other shit that he does. Right, right, right. Well, like the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, Pennywise is going to kill these mm-hmm. these people. And then he like, but then yeah. honestly, when you think about it, it makes sense that he doesn't because he like used Henry Bowers. Yeah. So is it supposed to be him using these kids? Maybe. Because the one, the one that gets beat up and killed is not from Derry. He mm-hmm. came to Derry because his boyfriend was in Derry, right? Yeah. yeah. They moved there for like a job or something. So I mm-hmm. also wonder if this plays into the whole Richie aspect because Richie is gay, right? It never says he's gay, but yeah. that's what Pennywise is talking mm-hmm. about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I think it's showing you that over this whole time, Derry maybe hasn't progressed whatsoever and that they're still stuck back in because obviously Richie was afraid to come out in Derry mm-hmm. when he was a kid. Yeah. So is that what it's supposed to be telling you? Like things in Derry are exactly the same as they were before, like the I, last time we were there? I think so, yeah. Yeah, maybe, or just it's a violent town. I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. I was because the first time it was like rough to watch, but then this time Abby and I were talking about it. And we're like, why does this scene even in here? Mm. Because let's be honest, this movie is way too long. Yes. And that was probably what twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Old herpy face. Yeah. I just kind of felt like it was just to show him kind of coming back into the picture pennywise yeah mm. and so he doesn't just eat kids right i don't know why i always thought i that's mean all, that's all i he guess ate. not because so he like, feeds on fear and i think kids are probably the easiest to scare to scare okay. because um everything that happened around the in the town is him mm-hmm. so like the easter egg thing and then they mm-hmm. go through all this other stuff that happened. right i don't think it was just kids, but i think kids are the easiest to to scare i would imagine him chomping on dude's neck. Oh, his mouth. Oh, oh my gross. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like a dog eating uh, meat. All them balloons. I really oh, enjoy man. the countless uh, attacks on Stephen King in this book or mm-hmm. this movie yeah. about how he cannot end a book to save <laughs> yeah, his life. There's a fun fact about that. But like after like the fifth time, I was like, seriously? <laughs> Even like, him. Yeah. It was his like, cameo said something. Didn't like the like, ending. Okay. Which, man, he is a creepy looking dude, isn't he? Yeah. But I think that, I don't know. He probably just liked that that was in there. Probably. He's like, fuck everyone. I don't care what you think yeah. of my endings. Right. Like, why does he care, right? The guy's freaking loaded. Probably the most <laughs> successful author. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is he the most successful I don't author? He's got to be close. He's got to be up there. Just because he's been doing it so long. I think him and uh, Harry Potter chick. Oh, yes. What is her name? Uh, J.K. Rowling's? Yeah. Rowling? Rowling's? jk rowlings rowling rowling you mean do it again no no okay did you <laughs> notice when mike calls stan and it like zooms in on his face behind him it looks like there's water spots on the ceiling oh mm-hmm. i didn't notice that it's like around the perimeter of the room i didn't know if it was like a design or not oh but, yeah i did see that i think it was a design in the ceiling so mm-hmm. but it looked like whenever you know how like water drips mm-hmm. through this, that's what i was like that's yeah. weird i never noticed that i think before. it was like a like a stencil of something mm-hmm. a water stance i'd like did you think when they did ben that the guy in the conference room was him and then it like panned to like him being oh, on the TV. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I never caught that. I forgot about that. Ben was hot now because he's not there, <laughs> right? He's uh, like face there, face right in, but zoomed in. But they make whatever. you think yeah. it's that dude in the conference room. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I never uh, thought about that. You're clever. Mm-hmm. You're one clever dude. How about the picture um, when Bev leaves and she runs down the steps and it's a picture of her and her husband, and yeah. he's like behind her, holding onto her shoulders and. Was that like, what was that supposed to be? Was that supposed to be like him like railing her from the back? Maybe. I don't know. I think it just showed how possessive he was of her. Well, she basically married her father. Yeah. Right. Well, that was a fucked up scene too. Which one? Bev and her husband. Oh, yeah. Because he, like, definitely he gonna... beats the shit out of her. And then he's like, he's totally going to rape her because he right. starts to take his shirt off. It's like, the fuck is this? That's crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, she married her dad, right? Yeah. And Eddie marries his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is that actress, the one that played his mom? Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Okay. Yep. I wonder because they did look a lot alike, but her hair was like blonder. Because yeah. doesn't Richie call him out on it later? He's like, you married. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly what he says, but. Yeah, the Bev scene was rough too. <laughs> Every Bev scene is rough, I feel like. And yeah. then even later with the perfume and her dad. Mm-hmm. Who's the one that tells him he, he married somebody three times his body mass or something? <laughs> That's Richie, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, Richie's hilarious. Uh, I don't know, but like I could do without Henry Bowers even being in this. Like he doesn't really serve any purpose in the movie. He reminds me of the dude from Men in Black that and like that wants sugar water. Oh yeah, he's like got the alien in him. (laughs) What is that guy's name? Vincent D'Onofrio. 
I think so. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's in the Last Rings movie. He ends up. I'm like, have you seen the Last Ring Ring movie, the third mm, one? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I don't think mind. I have. Um, I mean, I like the scene where his friend comes out under the bed. It's pretty creepy. Yeah. yeah. But like, his character didn't really need to be in this. Well, in the book, he attacks Mike, I believe, mm. and then he takes like Mike's in the hospital for the most of the book because mm-hmm. Henry attacks him and almost kills him. So then the rest of the group have to figure out how to beat Pennywise. Mm. Mm. Which in this, Mike doesn't even get hurt and Mike's the one that supposedly knows how to kill Pennywise with this ritual of Chud, which is different than what it is in the the book. But uh, All right, scene two. The Losers Club unites. Mike, Bev, Ben, Bill, and Eddie reunite for dinner and a lot of sake. They catch up quick. Richie makes fun of Eddie's mom, Ben's drastic weight loss, Bev's famous clothing line, Bill's writing career that is full of bad endings, and how since they've been back, everything seems to come back faster and faster. They all felt fear when Mike called them, and Bill began to stutter again. Mike remembers everything. He was the only one that never left Derry. There have been people killed and kids missing again. He brought them back to kill it for good. Suddenly, the fortune cookies start turning into eyeballs, baby birds, bats, and other weird creatures. The madness is stopped when the waitress shows up and Richie asks for the check. Outside, Bev calls Stan, finding out that he's dead, and the group argue about what to do. Richie, Eddie, and Bev all say they're going to leave. Bill gives Mike one last chance to change his mind about leaving. Cut to a young girl following a firefly under the bleachers, encountering Pennywise, who promises to blow her birthmark right off her face. Relating to her because they both get picked on and made fun of, after convincing her to get close, Pennywise drools while counting to three and eats the little girl. At the end, Bev admits to Ben and Richie and Eddie that she's uh, seen all of them die in the future. Henry Bowers breaks out of the hospital envisioning riding in their old car again with Patrick Hostetter. What are you laughing at, sir? (laughs) So, sorry to skip ahead, but in the bleacher scene, (laughs) Jessica Uh made a comment. She's like, I'm getting real Winnie the Pooh vibes here. (laughs) Winnie the Pooh? He started sounding Uh, like Pooh. Oh. He was like, hello. <laughs> I just started cracking up because I was thinking <laughs> of saying that. When we were watching, I was thinking his voice sounds a little like different. He's not as it? scary in this. No. Like he's almost goofy. He's goofy, but he's also heavily CGI the entire movie, yeah. which is one of my biggest complaints with this movie. Did you notice all the kids were like super heavy CGI too? They are because it there's fun because facts they about grew. it. They grew mm-hmm. too fast. Yeah. So they had to go back and CGI. Like Finn was the worst. They also yeah. like raised their voices too. Yeah, so you can tell. I didn't, I couldn't tell the first time I watched it at the theaters, but now I could. Yeah. You can drastically tell. I think Bev is the only one that doesn't look weird. Yeah. yeah. It was Ben. I thought Ben looked so weird in and some I of the shots. I think that kid lost weight. And he? he grew like nine inches between the first one and the second okay. one. Okay. Yeah. It was Finn, yeah. ben, Finn, Ben, and I don't know if Eddie, did they do much to Eddie? I don't think, or Bill. I could just, replace Bill. I could just tell. They like, replaced him? No, whoever plays Bill. Oh, I, I was don't like, think fuck, he like, That was a whole new a guy. That that whole part when they're they find their old clubhouse yes. or whatever, it was that part for me that I noticed it so wow. much. I was like, Oh my god, this is terrible. I think too because it was in the daylight and it makes it harder to cover that stuff yeah. up. Yeah. But yeah, I don't that's one of my complaints is he's not very scary in this one. Pennywise. Yeah. He's yeah. more like goofy. I think it's all the CGI. I really do. Maybe. And I bet that's one of the rest that, because it was twice as much money to make this movie, over twice, I think. Mm. But it's like Winnie the Pooh voice. Like, it wasn't very creepy. See, I thought that scene was really good. I like that scene. I do, but that, like, <laughs> just the way he talks, I don't know. Plus, I have little girls, though, so I think I'm biased, because I was mm. like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because he's like, oh. She I almost know. made the right decision. I know. 
<laughs> she started leaving. He and got he her started with the, crying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he got her with the birthmark. Yeah. And then he says everybody makes fun of him too. Mm-hmm. It's cool when his mouth turns into that thing. See, I like it prior to yeah. that. When he like zones out, he's like... The drool. Well, there's yeah. a lot more drool in this oh one. Oh my gosh. That is probably the creepiest he looks. That's one of my favorite... Might be my favorite scene in the movie. Is that well, it's just like scene? the old lady we see later where she just like pauses. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. That is another one I have a humongous complaint with because that lady is creepy. Like why oh, do yeah. you need the big giant ogre CGI'd thing in there? Just use the old lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the tits. The tits. <laughs> Yeah, and then she comes back later. It's like, why do this? I think it's just like there you expected or you saw the first one and basically saw everything with Pennywise. Yeah. So it's just he's just not as scary in the second one because mm-hmm. you saw so much in the first one. But don't think. you think they use him less? I think so. Which I think is a huge problem. I feel like they should have used him. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe because, again, a lot of it was CGI'd, so I don't know, which I have... I think ruins a lot of the scenes, honestly. Mm. But I also think it's, I don't know if they didn't want to overuse him because then if you overuse him, then he's not as scary when you do use him. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like that it, stuff wasn't scary. I thought it was stupid. There was more like trickery type stuff in this yeah. one that it was mm, him, yeah. but they didn't really show him like right. when they're eating dinner and stuff. Right. I didn't care for the dinner scene. Like it was too much like yelling and arguing. And then that's mm. like where Eddie and uh, Richie were getting on my nerves. Oh, you didn't like that scene? No. Oh, see, I really enjoy that mm-hmm. scene with the, with the back and forth, and until it gets like the the uh, fortune cookies breaking. Yeah. But I also wonder if it's because they don't remember anything. So if this clown just like jumps out on the table, is that going to be as scary as like seeing? Because I think they maybe they try to change it because they're adults now, and what maybe. scares an adult doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. scare a kid. It was funny when the waitress comes back in and he's just banging on the <laughs> table with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> that part was funny. Uh, this is where I have the note that Richie and Eddie are perfectly cast in this movie as the yeah. adults because they're back and forth is just like it was when they were kids. Yeah, and you notice the girl that gets it's the one that they give the stuffed animal to in the beginning, mm-hmm. the gay dudes. Oh, it is? Because she's yeah. holding it, yeah. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. notice that. Yeah, same girl. Thanks for letting me win. Yeah. Thanks for so, letting me win. No, I don't know if that has anything to do with why he picked her or just yeah. this is random. I don't know. Yeah. Probably was less to use the same actress. I'm sorry. One more question. Go for it, man. So I thought this was goofy too. When the dude's driving the car that Bowers is, is who's really driving it? Like, is he just seeing this? I think Henry Bowers is. Is he even in a car? I don't know that he's even in a car. Because okay. how would he have that car? Right. Yeah, we were like, so he's a zombie. I'm guessing he stole one of the workers that he killed's car, and he is just seeing it. And his head. Pennywise is making it look like it. That makes more sense. That car, because he's not even driving it. Patrick's driving it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he played that role well, though. Yeah, he did. The Bowers guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it because he has my last name? Yeah. He aged terribly. (laughs) Oh yeah. Looks gross. When he's like, "Hey man, it's time to cut that mold. It's been 30 years." (laughs) Yeah. Oh, in the bathroom. He just plays a good crazy ass. I yeah. don't know. Like, I don't think it's always easy to play that role. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, he sees does the balloon good. pop up and he, like, is all excited yeah. and stuff. And, like, like everybody mm-hmm. in the place starts getting crazy. <laughs> yeah. Was that your last question? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, that was a lot of scenes packed into one. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Sorry. I had a lot of notes. I'm trying it. to compact my notes. I want you to be happy. Thank you. Scene three. It started here. Mike shows Bill his library slash attic slash apartment. I guess he lives above the library is what I'm gathering. That's what I mm-hmm. took it as. Okay. He has all of his research laid out that he's done. He drugs Bill without telling him. So he hallucinates and tells him what the Native Americans who live just outside of dairy taught him of its origins. 
It came from space feeding on fear, and the way to stop it is the is through the ritual of Chud. Bill sees it all, and Mike tells Bill he has to convince them all to stay. Back at the end, Bill and Mike arrive. Bev tells them she's seen how it ends because she's seen the deadlights, which is why she's the only one to see visions of how they die unless they stop it. None of them will live 27 more years unless they kill this cycle. So they talk about leaving. Hey, we can leave and the thing will feast and then go away for 27 more years. And she tells them, well, that's fine, but we're not going to last that long because she's seen how they all die if they don't kill Pennywise. Mike takes them to the Barrens where their clubhouse still sits to help them remember. Richie scares the group pretending to be Pennywise. We get a flashback of the kids in the clubhouse wearing hairnets to uh, protect them from spiders. They reinforce the walls and Eddie slash Richie argue while they all talk about leaving dairy to perform the ritual they all have to sacrifice an artifact from their childhood and it has to be an artifact from when they were split up as kids after bill and richie got into the fist fight bev visits her home finding an elderly woman her uh who tells her her father had passed away she has a flashback of her dad blaming her for her mother's death spraying her mom's perfume all over her and hugging her while the woman makes tea she finds the postcard that ben had given her hidden in a baseboard in her room uh, she has tea with creepy old lady who ends up being the daughter of a man who looks just like Pennywise. Then she attacks Bev. The apartment turns into a rundown piece of crap. As Bev starts to leave, she turns around and down the hallway she sees uh, basically it's Pennywise, Bill Skarsgård, but he's like putting on the makeup and talking to Beverly um, as if he were that old lady's dad. So, all right, that's it for that. Um, ah, dude. I don't know if I would have bought into this so easily. I'm not going to lie. As, as easily as Bill does, I get that he was like hallucinating and like he sees all these visions, but like one, Mike drugged him. Yeah. So he would see this shit. So I would be like, okay, this dude's crazy. Like I got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure he thought, well, if I want him to believe this, there's no way he's going to take it if I just try and explain right. this to him, I guess. Because it does sound crazy. Yeah. Because he's got this box. I didn't even say anything about that. He's got this container. It's like a leather. Yeah, it looks like it's leather. A leather container on the outside of it. Maybe it is skin. I don't know. know. But on the outside of it, there's carvings on it that basically tell the story of where Pennywise came from Mm -hmm. and how these Native Americans were able to capture him in the thing. Mm -hmm. But my first question was like, well, how did he get back out of it? They explain that later. Mm -hmm. How he got out of the... Mm -hmm. Oh, did I miss it? Yeah, where Pennywise says that he didn't show him the one, last side of the box thing. That no, he no, 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 right, up. right, right. But I'm saying in this scene... No, in this scene, it doesn't explain it yet. But we find out later that it, he wasn't... They didn't actually capture it. Right. Yeah. So my question to him would have been like, well, okay, if the Native Americans did this ritual to get him in this box, why isn't he still in this box? Right. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is a great idea. Mike, let's go get the other people. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking idiot. I like the scene, though. Like, I like the explanation of where he came from. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I did, too. All the different, like, ways that they saw him mm-hmm. and stuff. Yes. Did cool. you guys see my text in the group thread about um, the turtle? Matter in the turtle? Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading the Dark Tower series, and I'm on book three, and they're talking about... So you guys know anything about the Dark Tower series? A little bit. Mm-hmm. So long story short, there's this Dark Tower in the center of this humongous universe, and there are these beams that go out, and then there's 12 guardians of the doorways for these beams, and the turtle is one of them, who is Pennywise's basically arch nemesis. Mm-hmm. In the book, they talk about the turtle. His name's Matter. Matteroon? Matterin. 
and he is the one that explains to Bill how to beat Pennywise. He's not in this movie whatsoever. There's a fun fact about it. Stop yeah. ruining your fun facts. No, again. it's kind of oh. like what you're saying with the tower and everything. Yeah, but he basically is there hiding, and that's why that's what drives him to Earth because the Earth is supposed to be on the turtle's back, mm-hmm. and that's what he's doing there. Which I'm like, what? A, like, wh- how many how many hallucinogenics was Stephen King on when he wrote all he this crap? He was on some He probably was. <laughs> when did he write this in the 80s? It had to have yeah. been. Yeah. <laughs> so who uh, knows? Because I think it came out before the Dark Tower series did, so he had to have already had. I mean, he just pulled from that. Yeah. But it's like, what the fuck? Did you notice that when Ben went into the school, that there was a turtle sitting on the teacher's desk? Mm-hmm. I didn't, but there's like, I was reading and it like gave you like a list of all the times like turtles are mentioned or mm. are in. Cause I think there's, uh, doesn't Bill pick up a toy turtle when he's in uh, Georgie's room before he goes down to the flooded basement? So, yeah. But all the time just like mentioned in, in the movie, but they never bring that part of it up. They change how this ritual of Chud or whatever, mm-hmm. how uh, Mike finds out about it. But So this clubhouse, is this supposed yeah. to be like, when they have the flashback, is this before they see it? Is this like after they defeated it? This is like, supposed, when is this supposed to, to take place in, in the, the book. It takes place. So and the whole thing is there, which I have notes to talk about later, but like the only reason you get the childhood stuff in the book is because it starts with the adults and that's them remembering what happened. Mm-hmm. So that whole first movie would essentially be flashbacks of them. So they come back to Derry and then as they're going around town or talking, they're starting to remember all those things. Mm-hmm. But in the first chapter one, they just did the whole movie as if they're showing you what happened as kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was when they all started to become friends. That's how they became friends. In the first movie, they kind of just jumped to, hey, they meet each other and they're all friends. Mm-hmm. But do you remember it, it, toward the end of the first cha- of chapter one where I was like, man, I'm sure as shit glad they didn't go back and show us that whole time loop where they after they fought... Mm-hmm. And then Bill mm-hmm. going to get the group back together. I was like, man, I'm glad that could have been like 15 minutes. On. They just did a whole movie about it. That's all this movie is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The part I didn't care about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but in the sequence, when does this clubhouse thing take place? It would be at the beginning when they first start going to the Barrens. So it's... Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of them have seen it yet, but like that's when okay. they start to build their friendship. Okay. That's what I wasn't sure of. Because remember, they invite Bev to the Barons with them. Mm-hmm. It's sometime in that whole sequence okay. when they all first get together. Because I know the later flashbacks happen after they have their fight, you know, mm-hmm. in the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that that was clear, but I wasn't sure where this like fit in. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think also that Bill, Eddie, and Richie were trying to build a clubhouse, and they used Ben to like design it because they mm-hmm. can't. I don't think it's working. It keeps flooding or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because they have to like reroute the water if i remember correctly and that's what mm-hmm. that's where ben comes into play ah. the book is like freaking this big mm-hmm. like you're like your wiener it's a big yeah. a big in. it's a big in. it's a big old book um and this is where i also have the note jess the cgi on these kids faces is terrible yeah but the kids are still the best part of this movie yeah i agree <laughs> um i also thought they had a good note uh, or i had a note about what they said i thought it was good that when they were like um, talking about how they're not going to be friends when they get older, mm-hmm. they're like, how many of your parents hang out with their middle school friends? True. And honestly, it's pretty true. Yeah. But I like the apartment scene. That's probably one of my favorites with the old lady. Even with the big CGI giant woman? Mm-hmm. Really? Everything up to that's really mm-hmm. creepy. I agree. Like when she's like dancing around in the background, mm-hmm. it reminds me of that um, M. Night Shyamalan movie where they- Oh, they go see the, the visit? The visit. Yeah. 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 It reminds me of that. But just it's creepy when she's talking and she just like stops. Yes. And I'm like, it's just uncomfortable. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, that lady is so creepy. Why not just use her? Like, why do you need that big 
CGI giant with the floppy boobies flopping around everywhere. Yeah, like what was that supposed to be? Like in reference to nothing? I think it was supposed to be scary. Okay. But I thought the lady was creepier. Mm -hmm. I was hoping for something creepier. I even remember thinking that when we were in the theater. Because you hear something coming down the hallway like loud as fuck. You're like, oh God, what's it going to be? I think it would have been creepy if it was this Pennywise that shot out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or... Like have that dark hallway that remember remember when they had like uh, Bill Skarsgård at the end of the hallway like with the makeup on mm-hmm. or putting yeah. the makeup on yeah but even just having that like dim and having that old lady run down that hallway like as a shadow like it yeah. was when she was in the background mm-hmm. and then like when she gets there then she sees Bill Skarsgård at the end of the I don't know, I just didn't like that then she pops up out of the water later yeah it uh, was way the Pennywise part was way more creepy to me yeah him like fucking scratching his, his face, face open yes. and, Doing his weird fucking whatever the hell he was doing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Oh, man. But I like the part how we see that the apartment really wasn't, like it was abandoned, but she didn't see it. Yeah, it was totally way. run down. And, yeah. Yeah, it was gross. It looked like it was burnt out and shit. Mm-hmm. But we should have known, because remember she pulls the board off the wall and the cockroaches run out mm-hmm. of it? Yeah. I was like, oh. Ooh. I'm like, she's just pulling up floorboards bar- in here in this yeah. fucking yeah. house. Mm-hmm. All right, scene four. Richie gets a scare. This scene opens with Richie's flashback to the arcade. He's playing a game with a boy who turns out to be Henry Bauer's cousin who accuses him of being gay and hitting on him. He runs out of the arcade and is attacked by the large lumberjack statue in the middle of town that they put out for their festival. He snaps out of it back into present day and he sees Pennywise sitting on top of the lumberjack's shoulder. He floats down by balloons and tells Richie he knows his secret causing Richie to run off. Cut to Bill, walking by a pawn shop, finding Silver, his old bike. The owner happens to be Stephen King, sitting inside, who charges him $300 for the bike because he's a big author now and he can afford it. Lo and behold, it still works as Bill rides and has a flashback. He goes to the drain that Georgie died at, hears Georgie's voice, sees Georgie's hands holding a sailboat, reaches down in the gutter, only he uh, is grabbed by his hand, like a thousand, how many of those hands do you think there were? Thousands of those little decayed hands? There's a lot. And it like pulls on him, but he's able to get away and he pulls the boat out with him. Bill runs into a town kid who tells him that he hears kids in the bathtub and a clown. This kid happens to live in Bill's old house. It's also the kid that um, is a huge fan of Richie's stand-up. And Richie was a jerk to him earlier (laughs) in the movie, which I didn't note. Uh, Next up is Ben, who gets a scare from Bev in summer school class when he was a kid. She hits on him. He goes to kiss her and she starts laughing at him, telling him she could never love someone as fat and ugly as him. He turns to look at her, seeing that her head is on fire looking like Ghost Rider. She chases him down the hallway. He hides in his locker where Pennywise appears scaring the kid out of the school. Back at the end, Bev and Ben have a moment where she knows uh, that it's actually him that wrote the postcard, not Bill. She's I'm sorry, she does not know, and he doesn't tell her because he's an idiot, in my opinion. Um, then Richie bursts in telling him that he is going to leave. So Bev is talking about the postcard. Ben thinks that she knows he wrote it. Lo and behold, she still thinks that Bill wrote it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go back to uh, the Pennywise scene with Richie. Mm. Didn't like this. It was just so goofy looking. Like oh, the lumberjack it. thing. This might be one of... Wait, wait, you're talking about the lumberjack trying to get Richie? Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't like that. I didn't like that scene. I like when he comes back as an adult and then Pennywise is sitting on the lumberjack's shoulder and yes. floats mm-hmm. down with the balloons. Yeah, that part was creepy. Is yeah. that the part you liked or you like the lumberjack part? I like both. Okay. I like the lumberjack part. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't like it at all. I, I just thought, thought it was fun. too cheesy. Oh, no, I liked it. I thought mm. it was great. Okay. Well, that's that's Okay. But I like the other part where he floats down and his face gets all like 
Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. Like and contorted. Well, and that's the part where he's saying, I know your, or what's he say? Something about like, I know your secret. I know your little secret. That's your dirty little yeah, secret. Yeah, he sings that little song. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Why don't I you know. notice right after that, you know, when that it's the gay dude who gives him the flyer for the thing. The one that got killed. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice mm-hmm. that either. Yeah. Interesting. Because his face is all fucked up. That's the one that got beat up in the beginning of the movie yeah. and thrown, and then he's mm-hmm. got eight eight out on he's the one with hands on the flyer for whatever oh mm-hmm. so i think you're supposed to like tie that together somehow that that that's what a secret is gotcha i assume well i think it's pretty obvious when pennywise is saying i know you're your secret you're dirty <laughs> yeah. well and in the kid flashback he was like clearly hitting on bowers cousin yeah, yeah. not hitting on but like you know yeah. wouldn't hang out with him yeah and then bowers shows up and is a jerk yeah. with his yeah. stupid mullet um what else do i got here Dude, kiss I me fat boy oh i love that scene <laughs> that one was good that was scary with ben yeah yeah i, I didn't mind the bev cgi hair stuff like because her hair like mm. it, it plays into his postcard he wrote to bev but then he's like her hair is ember fire or whatever yeah um but the whole time he's in the locker and there's that new kids poster in the yes. back i'm like okay <laughs> and then pennywise is there yeah yeah kiss me fat boy um <laughs> if i were Bill, there's no way in hell I would be sticking my hand down that drain to grab that boat. No. No. Like, what is he doing? And this little kid must think he's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I think the kid knows what's going on. I mean, he's. I think he is supposed to represent them at that age because I think he knows something weird is going on in this town. Yeah. He's the same one from the Asian place. Mm. Same yep. kid. Yeah. Yes, the one that mm-hmm. Richie goes crazy on. Does Bill's stutter get worse, like, the longer he's there? Yes, it continues to get worse. Okay, because I'm like, yeah. I feel like it wasn't there at all Mm-mm. in the beginning when he's like on his movie set and all that, and then like once he got back to Derry, it was like it just yeah. gradually got worse and worse. I was thinking like the fear is what brought it back. I I think being there and then yeah, he becomes more scared. But do, doesn't James McAvoy have an accent? Yeah, he's. I think he's Irish mm. or something. I don't. Know, I have like. A, I'm just like the, the way he talks in this movie is so weird. Mm. Like, I don't know if it has, he's covering up the, I don't know. Could be. Yeah, maybe. I just did not like him in this role for whatever reason. Um, yeah, and then I I really enjoy that Ben scene as well. I think it's hilarious when he's like uh, in the in the locker room, like smashed in behind him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I Why wouldn't Ben just tell her, hey, I wrote the postcard? Like I don't what? know. Like you're adults now. Like, like I know he was getting ready to and mm-hmm. then Richie bursts in, but it's like. Like, you're both in your 40s now. You can just, like, tell her. I just don't know, like, <laughs> how she didn't know. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, what? So she thought it was one of the other? She thought it was Bill. Bill. I know I know that, but, like, he basically cleared it up by saying he didn't write that in the first oh, one, did right. he? Unless she can't remember. Because doesn't she yeah. say all she remembers is a kiss? So all she remembers is, like, when they oh, kissed? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, he tells her I'm, I'm not into poetry or whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, in her bedroom. That, uh, her in that bathroom. moment, like, why wouldn't she think it was Ben? Because obviously, she'd been like nice to him and wrote in his yearbook, and right, they had some like back and forth. I don't know. I just would have thought she would have. I agree. Picked up on that, especially after he told her he doesn't like poetry. Yeah, and had no clue what she was talking about in the bathroom when they were talking about the postcard. Yeah. So, 
Scene five, Eddie's turn. Eddie visits the pharmacy to pick up a prescription. The pervy pharmacist, who looks awful now, by the way, has a flashback from the he has a flashback from the pharmacy. Hearing his mother's voice, he goes to the basement, finding her tied up and being attacked by the leper. It attacks him, puking in his mouth. Everyone ends up back at the end. Bill and Bev have a moment and kiss, remembering when they were kids. They're interrupted by a skateboard coming down the steps, which begins to bleed. Bill realizes it's the kid's skateboard from earlier in the movie and freaks out, running to the fair to save him. Richie sneaks out the back trying to leave. Eddie is stabbed in the cheek by Henry Bowers. Uh, Eddie stabs him in the chest with his own knife, but Henry's able to escape through the window. At the fair, Bill follows the boy into the fun house, ending up in the Hall of Mirrors. He finds the kid, but so does Pennywise. Pennywise eats him right in front of Bill. Cut to Mike in the library. A book falls with a newspaper article about Mike's dead parents, who were druggies, and they started a fire, which was the fire that killed a bunch of people in a house in town. He's attacked by Henry. Richie shows up just in time to save him, killing Henry. Mike calls Bill, who tells them he's going to Nebolt Street to kill it. Mike tells them they have to hurry. He can't do it alone. The group show up just before Bill goes inside telling him they have to stick together and Richie says let's kill this effing clown okay the CGI in this basement scene which is what I remember from the first time that I watched it with Eddie uh-huh. is awful it's not great I just I remember this being the scene that I despised after watching this movie uh-huh. the first time but the leper tongue in his mom's mouth was pretty gross oh it was gross it was kind of like, funny too yeah like, yeah. knowing what a hypochondriac and, like, germaphobe Eddie is, I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. It's the second time somebody's puked in his mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, right gosh, in the mouth. Damn, man. But, I mean, I get it. Like, why not just have the... Here, I'm telling them how to make a movie, which I'm nobody to tell anybody how to make a movie. But in my opinion, I think this was another lost opportunity where you could have used Pennywise. Yeah. And it would have been much scarier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even the pharmacist. Like, why not have the... Because ph- he's choking out the leper. Yeah. I thought he was going to come too and he would be choking the pharmacist, mm-hmm. but that guy was never there, was he? Mm-mm. The touching his face and telling him he has cancer. I don't know. I thought that actually happened. That You think that did happen? Uh, yeah. You don't think it happened? I, I thought it was uh, another like envisionment. That's what like I thought as well. That dude looks terrible, mm-hmm. though. He yeah. looked gross. <sighs> Nasty. Think that was all makeup? Probably. Yeah. I wouldn't think he really sure. looks like that. Yeah, he looked really terrible. Um, but then this part where Bauer shows up and like his friends driving the car, like it looks so goofy. I'm trying to think of which part that is. I, I think it's when he drops him off at the end or something. Like you see him in the driver's seat. Uh, he just looks, it looks goofy. Yeah. I told Jess, it reminds me of the Halloween Town cab driver. Well, this is like right before <laughs> he like stabs Eddie in yeah. the cheek, right? Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. He stabs him right in the cheek know, and the man. knife is sticking mm-hmm. in his face. <laughs> it's fucked up man what's the switch blade so i don't know if he stabbed him. him or then like or s- released the blade in his cheek i don't know which one he did because oh. it was that damn switch blade knife but i don't again. know but he yeah. like eddie pulls it out and then he stabs him in the stomach yeah. with it. but i believe in the book and even in the first movie even the first series it that's mike that gets stabbed mm. by mm. uh henry i think but it's just funny how eddie like backs into the shower i'm like what's he doing oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you should cut that mullet man it's been 30 yeah. years <laughs> That was hilarious. Um, uh, Bill, um, sorry, yeah, Bill at the House of Mirrors or whatever that's called, room hallway of mirrors, whatever that's called. Like when Pennywise, so basically what happens is Bill's on one side of a uh, see-through mirror, the little kid is in the middle, and then Pennywise mm. is on the far side. Why didn't he just tell that kid to run? That's why I have a question. Like, was a kid trapped in like a box or something? Oh, maybe then. I didn't know if he was. I don't. 
don't see how he was pennywise did it but that part was actually creepy where he's banging his head on the glass yeah Mm -hmm. i thought that was kind of spooky yeah i was just like why don't you just tell him to run the big tongue lick maybe oh yeah he's like huge tongue just really got into that shit i was imagine Mm. what that could do (laughs) i kind of thought this scene was also unnecessary and kind of just the time matter but then i'm thinking like well bill's fear is that he can't save another kid right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think he did it to make bill angry enough to bring everybody to Kneebolt's right? mm-hmm. which is what happens in the first one correct isn't yep. that because it's bill that goes yeah i so. also ripped a big fart right here while we were watching this yes he did i noted it <laughs> you were proud of it <laughs> it was a big one like why did you do that i had to fart you couldn't like take yourself to the bathroom no it was in the middle of the movie <laughs> was it just the two of you watching this movie no there's three of us did the other party find this funny? He wasn't in there, I think. Yeah, I don't think he was sitting there. He went to go pick up our night. food that we ate at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, what'd you get? <laughs> we tried to DoorDash and like oh. it didn't work out. Like they couldn't find a dasher. I'm like, then why did you accept the order? <laughs> they couldn't <laughs> find a dasher? Hell, we had an Arby's yeah. delivered mm-hmm. to the hot tub that one night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, we ended up having to have it picked up. <laughs> and this is the scene where you ripped the big fart. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Jessica know. laughed. <laughs> was startling it was pretty loud it was very loud and kind of long i lifted my leg up to do it too (laughs) (laughs) and pushed and pushed yeah i'm glad nothing came out a little bit of wind (laughs) what'd you think of richie's one-liner after he stabs henry in the back of the head and he's like that was long overdue (laughs) get it because we're in a library yeah (laughs) i love it do you think he was serious later in the movie when he says he doesn't write his own jokes you think that was a joke i don't know or were they like picking know. at somebody? Is, did people like joke that Bill Hader didn't actually write his own jokes or something? I think so. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But again, like we didn't really need Bowers. Like none of this really had any effect on anything. Mm. Yeah, I agree. The only thing I can come up with is they were trying to stay true to the book where Henry does attack Mike. Yeah. I mean, maybe if he had killed one of them, it would have been more relevant, but he didn't. I mean. Right. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'm glad Richie got to kill him though. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Scene six. Beep, beep, Richie. The Losers Club... Wow. The Losers Club enter the house on Nebel Street to see that it's still a total disaster. The group split up into Richie, Eddie, and Bill. The other group is Mike, Ben, and Bev. Ben screams as Pennywise carves home at last on his stomach. The other group is attacked by Kid Stan's head with spider legs. It latches to Richie's head. Pulls. Uh, Bill pulls on it. Eddie can't move to grab a knife to save him. Luckily, Ben shows up stabbing it to death. Uh, and, and again, Eddie's nowhere to be found because he didn't help. Standing in the corner like a little Seth. That's what I'm going to start calling all my kids when they're acting like little wieners. A little Seth? Little Seth. That's not very nice. <laughs> the group go down the sewer walking through gray water. Bev is attacked by the old naked lady and pulled under the water. Everyone but Eddie jumps in to help. The group go down another hatch. Eddie has a back out moment. Uh, Richie gives him a pep talk about killing a clown, stabbing Henry, and marrying a woman 10 times his own body weight. I think he says mass, actually. But they find Pennywise's lair in a spaceship-like entity. It looked like a spaceship to me. Maybe I'm the only one. Uh, Mike says that this has been under dairy for millions of years. He places the container that the natives gave him, pours lighter fluid in it, and lights it so that they can begin to burn their artifacts and force Pennywise into its true form. Bill burns Georgie's boat. Eddie burns his inhaler. Bev burns the postcard that Ben wrote her. Ben burns his yearbook page that Bev signed. Richie's uh, burns his arcade token. Mike burns the rock that Bev hit henry with at the um in the barons that day and eddie burns stanley's hairnet from the clubhouse this begins the ritual of chud suddenly the ceiling opens up 
They chant, turn light into dark, as the deadlights float down into the container. As Mike puts the lid on, the red a red balloon emerges, uh, making it so the lid can't shut. It grows larger and larger, forcing the kids out of the area, and then it finally bursts. Pennywise appears and asks Mike why he didn't tell them the truth. The ritual doesn't work. Mike begins to cry and tells them that he knew it would work with them because they believe they could hurt it. Pennywise turns into a large spider-like creature. Uh, it's basically a version of his own head and like upper torso, but like spider legs. And he chases the group through the lair. Bum, bum, bum. Man, I was so mad at Eddie here. I'm like, dude, come on. Oh, where he froze. When the spider yeah. is about to kill Richie, yeah. Bill's holding on to it and he can't pick up a knife and stab and it. Clearly, Eddie doesn't love Richie the same. No, Eddie does not have love for Richie. No. I think he wa- he aspires to love Richie. But at the yeah. end of the day, he does not love Richie he would have not. definitely jumped in there. Yeah. yeah. That thing was gross, though. Oh, it was nasty. Because, like, the spite, like, it's so it's uh, Stan's head and, like, the eyes, his eyes, like, kind of open up and, like, the spider legs come out of his eyes, don't they? It's yeah, face creepy. and eyes. That's like a spider, basically. Uh-huh. Yuck, dude. Yeah, that was a good scene. And then when they're down in the gray water and the... Um, um, oh, when old tits comes back? <laughs> yeah. <tits. laughs> Again, I'm, I know I'm, I'm beating a dead horse at this point, but like, why not use her dad in this scene? Like, I feel like her dad is creepier yeah. than that. Like, mm-hmm. why not have her dad come up and pull her down? Yeah. Or, Does he pop up again at some point? When they're, she's stuck in the stall and the door mm-hmm. keeps coming That's open and right. different faces show. I told you to keep the door unlocked for yeah. me, Bevy. Bevy? Are you still my little girl, Bevy? Because it's like him and Greta and the pharmacist mm-hmm. and somebody else we see. Uh, is the old lady's face, maybe? Or one of the... It wasn't Bowers. It was one of them, I think. I realized, I think I was thinking about this part, this movie with all of the blood that uh, I said I think they used like the most blood yeah. they've used in a movie. Because she's like swimming in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't know, we'll talk about that in a second, I guess. But um, yeah, another wasted CGI. Well, I could just put the damn lid on the box. Right. God. <laughs> well, it didn't work. It the took ritual, too long. The ri- you think that's what it was? <laughs> yeah. Do you think the ritual actually works? I mean, it did something. Yeah. At least brought the balls down into the container. Well, those balls are the deadlights, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those balls. <laughs> those three illuminated balls. Dude, when Richie is like giving Eddie that pep talk and he's like, you married a woman 10 times your ma- your own body mass or whatever. <laughs> oh I was like, that is so. And then he, <laughs> then he slaps him in the face and he's got like that bandage on his cheek from mm-hmm. where he got stabbed. He's like, all right, good. And he slaps him in the face. He's like, ow. <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny, dude. I do love it. But this room's pretty, the layer's pretty sweet. Do you think yeah. that was a spaceship or used to be a spaceship? Or like, what do you think Whatever that was? Whatever he was in that crashed. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. it reminded me of, um, is it one of the Superman movies where he's in that like layer with uh, General Zod and it kind of looks mm-hmm. like that. Or maybe Jesse Eisenberg, maybe it's Batman versus Superman where Jesse Eisenberg is in there. But it looked very similar to that. Except theirs had like it was like filled with water, but that's what it looked but like. But then that me. whole shaft was like teeth going all the way up. Yeah. So I don't know what that was about. I'm not sure either. Um I like that scene after that big ass balloon pops. Mm-hmm. And Pennywise is like hanging on the thing, like sticking his head through mm-hmm. and like creepy. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying all the scenes with Pennywise are so good. I just don't understand why they did some of this other stuff unless they just did want to overuse him. Yeah. Maybe they made him, but, I don't know. For me, they made him too goofy in a lot of the scenes, but this mm-hmm. one, he was creepy. Do you like him in all of the lair scenes? Or do you think he yeah. gets goofy here too? I don't think he's too goofy in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Okay. Scene seven, attack, attack. 
Ben is thrown into the water, which he ends up in his parent. Uh, Bill, I'm sorry, is thrown into the water and ends up in his parents' flooded basement again, similar to in chapter one. Richie and Eddie end up locked in the Kneebold house, looking at the uh, doors again, which say scary, scariest, not scary, or something to that effect. Bev falls down a hole and ends up back in school, stuck in the bathroom stall, which begins to flood with blood. Ben ends up in the clubhouse, which is flooding with dirt. Pennywise appears uh, like above him at the top of the door, telling him that all that success, all all those sit-ups and he's still just a fatty fat fat loser slamming the door shut as bev drowns in blood and ben in dirt he screams for her reading the poem that he wrote they're able to grab each other's hands and pull each other out landing back into the lair slash sewer bill stands up to his younger self sending him back to the sewer as well pennywise grabs mike just about to kill him when richie appears throwing stones at him just as richie goes to throw another rock pennywise opens up his mouth showing richie the deadlights eddie shows up up and throws a spear through Pennywise's face, causing him to fall backward into a spike. Eddie leans over Richie, saying, I think I got him, man, just as Pennywise stabs him through the stomach with one of his spikes, throwing Eddie down into a crevice. The group find him, and he tells them they have to make Pennywise small so that they can kill him. Just as Pennywise attacks them, they all stand their ground, letting him know they're not afraid of him and calling out what he truly is, a clown, an old woman, a leper, a bully, and this causes Pennywise to begin shrinking as he screams, and he enter. Uh, he screams that I am the eater of worlds. Pennywise shrinks down and backs up against one of the alien-like poles or posts. Again, I thought it kind of looked like the making of a ship. Um, he gets so small that only his head is visible. Mike reaches in, grabs his beating heart, and pulls it out. The group grab it, smashing it with their own hands. As they do, Pennywise vanishes into dust. <sighs> beep, beep, motherfucker. Beep, beep. <laughs> Who says that, Richie? Eddie does, I think, oh, when he throws yeah. the spear. That's yeah. right. Poor Eddie. So Eddie, without Eddie, they wouldn't have even known what to do. That's true. I don't understand that either. Um, I have a few complaints with this part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's shot well. I like how they're like running from the big Pennywise and he's like after him. But like, mm-hmm. so you're telling me that for millions of years that this thing has been underneath the city, all they had to do was shout insults at it to kill yeah. it. Right. I'm like, you've got to be joking. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be, I think, that they're not afraid of it, but it kind of comes off as they're just making fun of him. Well, and they even kind of did it in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're like, we're not scared of you. And then he, like, goes down into the well or whatever. I think it's seeing adults do it, though. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. kids, okay, yeah, okay, they're seeing it. But it's like, really? Like, that's all they had to do? Is that how the book is? I can't remember. No. I honestly can't remember how they how they defeat it in the book. Yeah, they're just calling it names. You, you son of a bitch. Do you remember like after they found out they needed to do this ritual and stuff and Richie was like, I vote Eddie for the sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, there's some <laughs> foreshadowing. Poor Ed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like it sucks Eddie died. I, I get the Eddie, you know, he comes around full circle. He saves Richie. Mm-hmm. Richie's clearly upset about the whole mm-hmm. thing, which we talked about in the last scene here, but uh, I don't know. It just seemed kind of corny. They're like yelling at him. You, yeah. He like shrinks down. I thought it was cool when he shrunk down. Like you just saw his head and how it became part of that like alien like structure. Well, however they made the head look like, I don't know. It was deflated like deflated. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it looked like a deflated balloon kind of. Like, I thought it was like yeah. still creepy, but like also kind of sad. Yeah, you weirdly felt sad for Pennywise. Yeah, like yeah, yeah I did too. I'm the eater of worlds. <laughs> <And you're> like <laughs> well, he's, he's been around a long time and has killed a lot of people. So yeah. <laughs> He's like trying to like inflate his own ego. Yeah. Like I'm the eater of worlds. Worlds. 
beer. When <laughs> he's dead. Uh, what's he say right before they kill him? Does he? He says, "Look at you, all grown up now." That's what yeah. he says. Something. I forget what the last thing he says is. And then they squeeze his heart. You lied, and I died. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think of those parts where they're all in their own section afraid so Richie and Eddie are at the Niebold house Bill is in his flooded basement mm-hmm. Ben is in the clubhouse and Bev's at the stall Like they all made sense to me except the clubhouse one I think because we didn't get that in the first movie mm-hmm. so I'm like what is his what's the relevance of that for him the only thing I come up with is that that was when he like really became friends with all of them. That's when they be, like, became united. It was supposed Maybe. to be like, I, th- I don't know. But like, I feel like they were unnecessary. We didn't need any of it. Mm-hmm. All they're doing is rehashing things that happened in the first one. We don't really need right. Like yeah. it's just making the movie longer than it needs to and be. And how did like Ben know that he just had to recite the poem and that would mm-hmm. save them? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Um. All right. Scene eight. We got to go. After Pennywise dies, Richie finds Eddie, who is is also dead, but Richie will not leave him. Bev tells Richie that Eddie is dead, but he screams, we can still help him. The lair begins to fall in, and the group have to pull Richie off of Eddie to make him leave and leave Eddie behind. The group barely make it out of the lair through the Kneebold house as it explodes downward. I think it like gets sucked into the ground, doesn't it? Very carry like mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like collapses. Yeah. Another Stephen King movie. Nobody mm-hmm. picked that one, though. The house sinks into a pit, disappearing into the ground. The Losers Club, all filthy now, jump off the rock ledge into the quarry to clean themselves. They say heartfelt things about Eddie and realize Richie is sobbing that he's so, because he's so upset. They all hug him to comfort him. He tells him thank you, but he can't see anything without his glasses. Uh, so he doesn't know who any of them are. They all go into the water to find Richie's glasses. Ben and Bev share a kiss. They all find Richie's glasses, and on their way back into town, they realize all of the scars on their hands have disappeared. The group stop and look into a shop window where they see themselves as kids who walk off together, uh, including Eddie and Stan, who obviously passed away. Uh, let's see. Cut to Bill finishing the first chapter of his new book and receiving a phone call from Mike, who's leaving Derry for the first time in the 27 years. He tells Bill he loves him and asks him if he got his letter from Stanley. Bill reads the letter telling the group he knew they could defeat it if they were all united and unafraid. That's why he took himself off the game board. Richie Carr, uh, we see Richie pull up to the bridge. He carves he and uh, Eddie's initials back into the bridge. Ben and Bev are together on a boat and Mike leaves Derry behind. The end. I have a serious question for you guys. Yeah. Um, How... In this scene, when they're walking back into town, how is n- are none of them wet? Good point. None of their clothes are wet. None of their hair is wet. They're air, not moist. Air dry. Yeah. You think that's what it was? It took yeah. them so long to walk back to town that none of them have any moisture on them whatsoever. Mm-mm. You just have to wonder, like, how much of it is like just shit that they saw, <laughs> like, or like made up. It was made up in their own minds or something, and like what was actually oh. happening. I just felt like that throughout this whole second part. It's like maybe like, they were they? even in the water. Yeah. Hmm. Like just like she was in that building with the old lady, mm-hmm. like her old house. And then she comes out and it's obviously condemned. Like yeah. nobody fucking lives there. That's true. I didn't even think about that. So maybe they came out of the Niebold house. It didn't actually collapse or anything. Yeah. Maybe they were just in the basement. I yeah. don't know. Um, oh, like that was their mind. Like they saw it. Mm-hmm. What's that called? Metaphorically collapsing. Yeah. Like the house itself didn't actually. Oh, that's a good thought. I never thought about that. I just thought of it because I never really noticed before that when she comes out of that 
her old house that it's like condemned mm-hmm. that like obviously she, everything she saw was in her head right hmm. it's a good point i never thought about that but that would actually make sense did you see ben's shirt when they're kids before they go away and it's got like fucking horses on it and stuff and it's like all sparkly no <laughs> i guess i yeah, didn't notice it just made that. me laugh really yeah it just was funny that's different he's kind of a different guy yeah <laughs> um and I like the letter from Stanley at the end, kind of, you know, and the fact that you could see Mike leave Derry. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good ending to the movie, I guess. I mean, it's a good, happy ending. I just feel yeah. terrible for Richie. Yeah. I know. Because he's like really, like really crying. He's like really upset. Yeah. He never got to confess his love. He's kind of in the worst place out mm-hmm. of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Ben and Bev obviously end mm-hmm. up together and... Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to go back to her crazy ass husband. That's true. In the book, doesn't Bill's wife come and doesn't she end up dying? Oh, I'm not sure. I think she does. I think his wife comes to Derry looking for him and dies. I think Bev's husband also comes and he... Yeah, I did see that somewhere in the fun facts that he does come looking for her, but he gets killed by the deadlights. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that Bill's wife also ends up in Derry somehow and Pennywise does kill her. Mm-hmm. I think. I could be wrong. I haven't read the book in many, many years. But um, yeah, all right. Let's jump over to fun facts with Seth. Oh. Yuck. The, f- <laughs> the filmmakers use CGI to de-age most of the kid actors. And they also raise their voices to make them sound younger like they did while filming chapter one. Ooh. The creepy freeze Mrs. Kirsch does is 100% real. It was not created with CGI editing. It's just a great performance. Good for her. A record-breaking 4,500 gallons of fake blood uh, was used in the scene where Beverly is trapped in the bathroom stall. There it is. Supposedly the most fake blood ever used in a film scene. I would question if it was more than Evil Dead, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Mm. I don't remember. Bill Hader was unaware that Bill Skarsgård can actually move his eyes in two different directions. Hader asked Skarsgård what kind of editing was done to achieve the effect in the first movie. Skarsgård, in full costume and makeup, responded by saying, oh, you mean like this? And showed him how he can do it naturally, startling Hader. (laughs) That would be so weird. Yeah, wouldn't it? I wish I could do it. Let me see. Did it do it? (laughs) No. (laughs) Did it do it? Your eyes just went. (laughs) (laughs) It got big. Let me see what I do it. They, do it? they just both went the same way. <laughs> Dang it. <clears throat> uh, Bill Skarsgård has stated that he had more fun on the set during this movie because he was actually able to talk and hang out with the adult co-stars. Uh, Skarsgård had minimal contact with his child co-stars in It 2017 so that they would be more genuinely scared of Pennywise once they saw him. Now, I'm calling BS, Seth, because in the last episode, you told us that he was nice to the kids between takes. And now you're saying that he was trying to scare him. Which is it? I don't know. Ask uh, wherever I got this from. Okay cite our resources in the novel eddie ponders that he may have married myra because she reminded him of his mother in the film adaptation the same actress molly atkinson portrays both myra as well as sonia eddie's mother so it is the same woman yep i thought she looked familiar mm-hmm. she's just a little more cleaned up i think than his mom looked. not so old looking yeah. 10 yeah. times his body weight <laughs> Director Andy Muschietti stated that he plans to make a super cut of It 2017 and this and this film that's similar to the 90s miniseries. Mm-hmm. I have notes about that 
during my final take of this movie and the whole series that I think that's probably would be the way to go or yeah. even just get rid of this. I don't know that we even need this movie to be honest. <laughs> this one? Sorry, yes. Yeah. At 169 minutes, the film is the longest horror film given a wide theatrical release. I'm sorry. I was I was trying to get my eye to do the thing. Oh. I'm not reading it again. It's okay. Uh, the faded pattern underneath Dean's skateboard is the same design as the carpet of the Overlook Hotel in The Shining. Another Stephen King film adaptation. What? Did you catch that? I didn't. I didn't, but mm. there was a the little, here's Johnny. Oh, I clip. did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was that. From Henry B. Uh, when filming this film, Chosen Jacobs had to have wooden risers placed in his shoes because of how much the other losers had grown. <sighs> he didn't um, grow? I guess not. Poor Mikey. <laughs> or he's just short. Poor Mikey D. As opposed to being light silver in It 2017, Pennywise's suit is dark gray in this film. This is to show that 27 years since he'd last fought the Losers Club had gone by. Mm -hmm. I guess I was dirtier looking. Yeah. Seems kind of weird though since he's been around for how many millions of years? Yeah. Hmm. Are you still trying to do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. What you do? They like it stuck like that. <laughs> that would not be good. <laughs> On the side of Mike's Native American artifact is a symbol of a circle with one large point and several smaller points. This represents the Dark Tower, what you were talking about. Oh, nice. Uh, Stephen King's Dark Tower series of novels connects a number of his wor works, including It, The Shining, The Stand, Salem's Lot, Insomnia, and numerous others. The sixth book, Song of Susanna, implies that this is one of the six greater demon ele elementals. Mm -hmm. It's rival, the turtle Maturin. think so. Is one of the guardians of the tower's beams while its mission is to destroy the beam. Yes. So that's kind of what you're talking about. <sighs> He's a genius. I is like he a turtles. genius or is he just like out there? <laughs> Don't know. With It 2017 and this film, uh, the It movie franchise has made over $1 billion <laughs> worldwide, making it one of the most successful horror franchises of all time. With just two movies. Isn't that crazy? It's got more than The Conjuring, and The Conjuring has how many freaking movies? That's mm -hmm. crazy. Uh, a recurring criticism about Stephen King's novels is the lack of his inspiration for endings, even in otherwise well-acclaimed novels. This is repeatedly addressed in the movie, where Bill receives the same comments about his books. Even from King in per himself. Yeah, it was too much of it for me. Uh, when it is defeated in the novel, the entire town of Derry is destroyed, implying that not only does it reside in the town, it is the town. Ooh. That's kind of, that would have been a cool ending. I think so yeah. too. The whole town just like Falls fell into in, the ground or yeah. something. Uh, during the dinner scene in the Chinese restaurant, the losers see the little creatures come out of the fortune cookies that are, and are attacked by them. These creatures have baby-like faces and emit distorted sounds of infants crying. Uh, this symbolized the fact that none of the losers went on to have any children of their own. Oh. I didn't really catch that. Yeah. The reason for that is most likely due to their shared childhood trauma of dealing with Pennywise, among other traumatic situations, child abuse, bullying, etc., and not being able to let go of that childhood trauma as they grew up. I didn't get any sense. of that when I watched uh -uh. it. No. Not in that scene, but that no. makes sense now. Um, there was a, a theory that Dean, the little boy whom Bill tried to protect from, protect from Pennywise, wasn't real, but was actually Pennywise the entire time. Oh. Which that could make sense. Yeah. I think I like that. Yeah, I wish they had like portrayed that in the movie somehow. Hmm. But he talks to Richie, too, at the beginning, and his parents are with him, right? Yeah. He totally says, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then uh, he talks to Bill, 
like in front of the house. Mm-hmm. And yeah, outside like, of the gutter, yeah. He's like, stay away from the sewers. And right. he's like, well, I do hear it sometimes, like in the drain. Maybe mm-hmm. he is it, or Pennywise. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Uh, in this film, Jessica Chastain plays a, an implied incest victim. In her earlier film, Crimson Peak, she plays a character in a consensual, incestuous, incestuous right. relationship. That's where yeah. I know yeah. her from. I had to throw that in there just because of Crimson the peak. peak. Yeah. Fucking Crimson Peak. What a terrible movie that was. Did you pick that? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Did I pick that? Maybe I did. Yeah. I know I didn't. Pennywise sings a song for Richie, implying that he knows his dirty little secret. Mm-hmm. This could be a reference to the fact that Pennywise knows that Richie is gay or bisexual, and it is shown that he loved Eddie near the end. Mm, poor Eds. Do you know what the body count was? Oh, gosh. I have, I have no idea. Eight. <laughs> Including Jeez. Pennywise. Oh, okay. He didn't let you guess. That's okay. Wow. I don't think I would have got to eight. Last, the, last one. Yeah, go for it. Because it references our next movie. A license plate on the wall above the owner of the antique shop is CQB241. The same as the license plate on Christine, 1983. The owner, who is played by Stephen King, the original author of both Christine and It, also asked for $300 for the bike, the same amount that George LeBay initially offers to sell the car for. That's in Christine? Uh Uh-huh. Ties directly into our Our next next watch. I thought that was kind of creepy. That is. Ooh-wee! There was, what I tell you, 241 fun facts for this? That's a lot. A lot. Did you read all yeah. of them? Most of them. Mm-hmm. Some of them are like repeats, though. I don't know if you ever look on there and read them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Repeats. Repeats. And that concludes Fun Facts with Seth. You did a great job. Thanks, babe. You, did you wash that shirt before you wore it, or you just brought over the AIDS Walk shirt and didn't wash it? I washed it. Why? I just, I don't, I think that's gross when you don't wash your shirts. We didn't actually wear them yesterday because it was freezing. Well, we were going to like know, take I your clothes know. off and put the t-shirt on. I thought maybe they gave it to you at the end and then you just brought it home and put it on because you seem like a dirty person. Let's do some HMC wow. favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? So mine's obviously, I always have like two things. Do it, girl. Um, just any of the Eddie and Richie back and forth. Mm-hmm. I loved all of that, especially when um, there's the flashback into the Barons or when they fall into the clubhouse mm-hmm. or whatever. And <laughs> Richie ends up scaring them all like and says, time to float. <laughs> and he's like, oh, remember you used to say that shit? <laughs> and do that dance? <laughs> <You're> like, <"Dude." laughs> I fucking love that part. Like, I thought that was so goddamn funny. Um, and then I liked uh, the ending when they shrink Pennywise down to nothing. To nothing with their yes. mean bullying insults. What about you, yes. Seth? Um, I like the apartment scene a lot because I think the old lady is, is just fucking creepy. You thought she was cute? And hot, especially when she's in the background and you just kind of like see her yeah. moving weird like contortly in the kitchen. <laughs> um, I did like the under the stadium part where Pennywise's mouth opens up. I thought that was pretty creepy. Oh, uh, with the little gal? Yeah. And I like the scene where they explain like where it came from and the whole origin of that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You sure? Mm-hmm. Great job. One of my favorite scenes is probably that bleacher scene with the girl. I didn't realize it was the girl that got the teddy bear at the beginning. So that yeah. was way to connect the dots there. I just think yeah. Pennywise is creepy. And that's how I like Pennywise is just like acting and saying weird, creepy mm-hmm. shit and drooling. It's um, creepier past the Winnie the Pooh part where he's just like <laughs> sitting there with poof. his face frozen. That's fucking scary. Yeah. He's so creepy in, mm-hmm. in most of the scenes. Um, I also like the Pennywise Richie scene where he floats down with the balloons and uh, scares him. But I think that Bill Hader is fantastic in this movie and then him and the Eddie parts are great. 
Um, and I think they did a good job of bringing over the the banter and the relationship from the kids' version to the adults. And then I think it's also really sad. I think it shows what a good actor Bill Hader is at the end mm-hmm. uh, with how he is clearly emotionally distraught over Eddie. Uh, actually dying so I don't know Seth maybe it does have to do with the fact he never got to tell Eddie how he really felt and now he never will yeah I mean I assume that's why he's so devastated poor Ed's Mm -hmm. poor Ed's yes he waited 30 years can we skip favorite kill yeah yeah Yeah, okay Uh, thing you like most about the movie um, I really liked the scenic dairy shots, like right at the very start of the movie. Mm-hmm. I just, I think that town is so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Um, and then all of the comic relief again between Richie and Eddie. I loved all of that. Right. Um, yeah. What about you, boss? Um, I like the actors. I think they resemble the kids really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the whole way the movie was shot. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, overall. I do like how we kind of get a story and it kind of gets tied together what happened in the first one because you don't really know in the first one what the fuck is going on. Right. So, yeah. The streamlined first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the flashbacks to the kids. I think they're hilarious. Again, I think the kids make this movie. The kids and obviously Pennywise. I still think that Bill Skarsgård is the best part of the movie. Uh, and I also think Bill Hader was a great cast and I think he does a great job in the movie portraying Richie as an adult. Just some things you did not like about the movie. The CGI issues, um, and just, it was very long, way too mm-hmm. long. That's it though for me. What about you? I was too long. I feel like there was scenes we didn't really need, like any of the Bauer stuff I don't think was necessary to the mm-hmm. movie. Um, and I obviously didn't like that opening violent scene. Yeah. Seemed a bit unnecessary to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm with you guys. I think the CGI takes away from the movie. Um, and just the fact they have Pennywise in it already, like why do you not use him when you mm-hmm. can? I think that was just a missed opportunity. Because he's already been introduced technically in the right. first movie, so yeah. right. And you could do subtle things that he does that are creepy, like that scene with the girl under the stairs. Like he didn't do in much of anything, Mm-mm. and he was still creepy. Right. So I just think they overdid the CGI yeah. effects. Um, I think they should have stuck with more practical effects, but but I also understand that he he's doing that because he's transforming into things that they individually fear because right. mm-hmm. they're not all just afraid of him they're afraid of the things that he transforms into but right um one of the things i didn't like initially that i kind of got over was the casting we already talked about it really mm-hmm. but like i didn't mind the casting to be honest mm-hmm. with the exception of james mack i just don't think yeah. he did a good job i don't know why um i just don't but yeah that's it I, the other thing is like based on the linear the way it's is it linear linearly Literally, I don't know how you would say that. It's shot that way. It kind of makes the adult flashback scenes in this unnecessary because we've already lived through the first movie. Mm-hmm. So I think it really is to the detriment. The way the first one was shot and how good the first one was is really a detriment to this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, we don't need all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. We've already had it. Like yeah. it. It didn't add anything in my opinion. Mm-mm. Like You didn't find out anything else about the characters you didn't already know. Because they went back again. There was just a few scenes. Like, obviously, we had no idea that that whole lumberjack scene happened to Richie. Mm -hmm. Right. So I thought that was kind of cool because we talked about how he, like, didn't really see Pennywise Mm -hmm. like the other kids did. Mm -hmm. But on the clubhouse scene, we didn't have. Right. So we didn't know about any of that and the the shower cap, unless that's how they had to tie uh, Stanley into it. Yeah. It could have been. 
could have been. I just, like I said, I didn't, the first time we watched it, like I liked how Bill had to get the gang back together and he did it in like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't need all that what happened in between them not yeah. hanging out. And that's basically what this movie did was connect all those dots. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was mm-hmm. unnecessary for me. Probably the, the, the biggest thing I didn't like about it. Um, Jess, will you watch the movie again? Yes, I would. You know what? I don't know if I would sit down and watch this. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Not like I don't like it, but like I don't know if I would sit down and watch it again. See, I think based on my response to this, you will probably be surprised by my rating. I I probably will not watch this movie again. I think as a standalone film, it's not mm. a good one to revisit. And I mean, why would you if you can just watch the first one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't if- think I would just go right to this one and watch it by itself, but I would watch them both like together. Okay. Yeah. Because again, I really feel like it's just one long yeah. movie really, but I don't... I don't I just don't feel like I need it. I feel. I feel like this movie builds up to the battle scene at the end, but then the battle scene is so corny and, in my mind, silly that, like, I wish that the end of the story would have just been when they were kids and they killed them as kids mm. and he falls down that well or whatever. Like, why? I, I don't know. I'm trying to get through all my notes, too, Seth. So, I don't know. Probably not. I probably won't watch yeah. it again unless it's a reason for me to sit down and watch or it. Or if somebody wanted to watch it, I would. But, like, yeah. Or if, like, we covered the It, like, world and we did yeah. the Tim Curry one and this. Because they're coming out with a new one on HBO. So, maybe I would revisit it. Or maybe I'd watch it again before the series on HBO comes out. But Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's rate the movie. Um, We rate every movie on a zero to five stabby scale. At the end, we'll average it out and give you the HMC average stabbies rating for the movie. Some movies get zeros because they're terrible like the platform. Some movies get fives because they're great like It Chapter 1. It Chapter 1 is actually our highest rated movie on the show from an average standpoint. I've given out some fives. You've given out other fives. And I think Seth may have given out some different fives as well. But on an average, from an average standpoint, it's the highest average rate of Stabby's movie. Seth, it chapter two, Jess's pick. What do you give this movie? And like I said, I liked the actors a lot uh, for this. I like the story. Um, Pennywise had some creepy parts. Um, I like the way it was shot. Um, and obviously, I like the kid characters, so I'm glad we got to see them again. Um, I, it was too long for me. The Bowers scenes we didn't need. I didn't like that scene in the beginning. Um, Pennywise was a little too goofy at times mm-hmm. for me and not scary. And compared to the first one, it's just, I don't know. It's just not even close. Right. So I gave this a three and a half. 3.5. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. I didn't think you were going to go that high. Yeah. Favorable Raider. Jess, your movie at Chapter 2. What do you give this movie? Um, I still really like how this movie was filmed, like the first one, um, the kids' flashbacks, the back and forth between Eddie and Richie. Um, it was just a little too long for me, um, but as a follow-up, I gave it a four. Ooh, damn! I originally had a four, but I dropped it after we mm-hmm. talked about some stuff. After I bitched and moaned about it for an hour and 40 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all your fault, Josh. Uh, I agree. I think this movie is way too long. I think I named like four scenes I personally thought that could be cut out Mm -hmm. of it. I think they completely overshadow Pennywise with all of the CGI because, again, you have one of the scariest horror villains, and why not use him if you had him? Um, I don't know. Like, into the book in the original series, all the child scenes are flashbacks, and the kids basically it shows you them remembering what happened. And we don't really need that. Right. It's like, why why even do it, I guess? Again, I think everything led up to that battle with Pennywise, which was, in my mind, was a kind of a letdown anyway. So, um, 
I'm like on the fence about what I want to rate this thing. There are good parts. Bill Hader's hilarious. The the comic comedy back and forth between the kids is, is still funny. I just don't think we need this movie. I think there's no point to even having this movie, in my opinion. I think they made it because A, they thought they could make a lot of money, which oh, they did. Sure. Yeah. And B, they had to do it because it's part of the novel. Mm-hmm. But the way the first movie was shot, you don't need this movie, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.75. Wow. What? My seven? My point seven five? You got a problem with it? <laughs> no, it's just lower than I thought it was going to be. You don't have to be so rude, Seth. I'm going to be rude if I want to be rude. <laughs> Rick Rude, was that your favorite wrestler? All right, let's jump over to some of those other folks who like to rate and review horror movies. That's the Horror Movie Crew. We are where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. Jess, would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes critics' consensus? It Chapter 2 proves bigger doesn't always mean scarier for horror sequels, but a fine cast and faithful approach to the source material keep this follow-up afloat. Float. You want to float? You want a balloon? I do want a balloon. I'll give you a big balloon. How about <laughs> two, two of them? Ooh. How about two balloons in a balloon? Ooh. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes critics gave this a 62% on 379 reviews. Their average rating was a 61%. Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it a 78% on 25,000 reviews with an 80% or a 4 out of 5 average rating. IMDb gave it a 6.5 or 65% on 247,000 reviews. Us, the horror movie crew, we gave this an average Stabby's rating of 3.4 or roughly 68%. So we were like right in the middle of all of this. Uh, liked it more than the Rotten Tomatoes critics, but less than the audience. And more than IMDb. Yeah. Whoa, that was creepy. God, that wasn't it? <laughs> that was wild. Flam. Get that flimmy <laughs> flam out of there, Bubba. So yeah, not as good as the first one. Rated. Ac- I think this is a higher rating than it deserves, to be honest with you. Got my honest opinion. Fine. Okay, that's cool. Um, anything else you guys feel is necessary to say about this movie before we wrap it up? Jess? Mm-hmm. Nothing? No. no. no? Nothing? Mm-mm. Nothing at all. Did you suck it? God. <laughs> we're never going to get rid of this from you. <laughs> I have great news. Are you guys ready? What? We have a new patron member. <gasps> Vicky D. Vicky D is hey, a girl. Ruby patron that's Whoop. exciting i know she's gonna get access early access to every single episode vicky thank you for giving us your hard-earned money to listen to our fart wiener and boob jokes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes we say some insightful things about movies we do that's true yeah. but very rarely mm. it's rare usually yeah. we sit around we uh try to make our eyes go different directions mm-hmm and make fun of each other. Yeah. But hey, welcome to the club. Brian Hathaway from Don't Go Out There Podcast, Kimberly D, Mike R, Derek Cole, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks in a Horror Flick, Caitlin, the Ashleys, Ashley V and Ashley S, the OG patron members, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street, and my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nix. Whoo! It's getting long. It's getting long. We need like to double this list. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if I can rattle it all off at once. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll split it up. We'll go two at a time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's get crazy. Our next movie, HMC 84, I think, is Christine. Seth, your pick. I'm excited about this one. First watch for me. You? Nope. I've seen it. You've seen it? And you've obviously seen it. Yeah, I've it. seen it a couple times. Uh, I got the book over there. Abby got me the book. Think I can get it read before uh, two days? <laughs> no. Possibly. <laughs> I don't think so either. All right. In that case, we're out of here. Bye. Goodbye, Bye. y'all. We don't have to brag. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more, 
or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all. I'm so much better than you guys because I totally oh watched. Are you tired? Are you sleepy? Did you stay up a little too long? It's on Netflix, I think. Holy cow, dude. It's this weather. <laughs> Jesus, you hear that? He had like a little thing on his dangling. I wonder if we should just do a... Uh...